to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. What is up, Friday Nighters? Uh, welcome back to another episode of Just Another Friday Night. Uh, if you don't know us by now, this is Double A Adam Anti Madam. Hey guys, you know, long week, but it's over. We're in the middle of October now. In the middle so. of October, guys, we're getting back to our spooky season stuff, uh, as people like to call it now. Right? I'm CM Chuck. Uh, if you don't know, uh, Jason, you were asking if we were going to be on tonight. Here we are. I didn't get a chance to answer you because I was. Uh, uh, starting the show so yeah riz in the house what Rizzo, up riz up, i appreciate your brother hey man been enjoying all the walking dead covers you've been putting out there man great stuff have you had a chance to see yes something? i have the venom cover is cool mm -hmm. um the zombie covers have been cool i think yeah. jeepers, jeepers creepers yeah okay. that was like i was okay. like that's pretty cool uh sam from trick-or-treat yeah i, I yeah. barely got yeah. to see that one yeah. um and of course zombie cap uh which uh Riz kind of broke my heart because he showed me what it looked like before. He had done a regular cap, but then he <laughs> zombified him, and I was like, damn, that regular cap. But uh, very cool, man. So, uh, yeah, man, very, very cool. Uh, let's at see. a birthday party for his nephew, so he can't really hear anymore. Oh, okay, no like, worries, he'll man. catch the replay. Happy so. birthday to your nephew. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. And uh, Jason in the house. What up, bros? What, what up, up, Jason? What up, Jason? Appreciate you being here, man. Uh, thanks for coming to hang out. Uh, we're, we're kind of on time-ish. You know, I was shooting for 7, 7.30, <laughs> and 7.38, I guess. That's fine. I'll take it. That's Before fine. 8 o'clock is a good start That's for fine. us. So, uh, Double A, what's been happening in the world oh, man. of pop so culture? Much. So much. I know. Um, I feel like there's some things I think you, I'm, I know you might talk about and some things oh, I'm not sure uh, you're going to talk well, about. Well, like the, the, the little teaser that they gave us was the Batman. Uh, yeah, like little picture. So DC fandom is going to happen tomorrow, and supposedly that's when we're going to see our first trailer of the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. So, Double um, A, how does fandom work? Fandom work? I Do we just log know. in and we just watch I, it? I don't or? know. Have they done this before? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, so. uh, it's kind of funny because uh, a couple of years back, uh, no, a year back, like right when we had kind of started the show, we kind of caught on the cusp of of, a, of when one had just happened, and we we did an episode. More or less around the time I can't remember what the big news at that time was, but um, it might have been Snyder Cut. Ah, okay. It might have been okay. when they announced that. So like that's right around the time we were starting the show, they announced it, and we had to wait for it to come out. So, so that's the only thing I've heard of. I'm hoping that Black Adam will finally see something from yeah, Black Adam. I, I think they need to do a trailer. That film is wrapped trailer up. already. It's yeah. already wrapped up. Yeah. It's done. They said so. Man, if we got if we get a look at Pierce Bronson as Doctor Fate, mm -hmm. Black Adam, Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam. I mean, yeah. Man. And we've seen nothing, so except that kind Which of I'm, weak I'm fine. Animated, I'm fine with. I'm yeah. fine with. So, man, you know. Uh, well, I want it to be successful. So, you know, like the fans need something. You know, I mean, they need like, you know, something to, to Black show. Black Adam's a really badass character. Yeah. So, yeah. Aaron, he's in the house. He said, "Yo, guys, about to go to the Spurs game." Aaron, man. what up, man? Hey, awesome. go, go have fun. Go Spurs, go, Spurs man. Games the, are always fun to go. The number one team of uh, of the Just Another Friday Night podcast, the San Antonio Spurs. Yep. So go and uh, root us on to a win, Aaron B. Eat some good uh, stadium food, man. Enjoy. Pre Have a good time. Right now. Pre yeah, preseason so. right now. Yeah. See, I know we're there. There's th talks about trades and, and who's going to be where. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I think that Lonnie and DJ, you know, hopefully they look good so we can, uh, you know, keep those. We guys just around. need like about 27 more wins for Pop to become the number one all time winning. Wow. Coach. Awesome, so, man. That'd awesome. be something for the Spurs to have right there. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love that record. Uh, 
Kara in the house, she says, can't wait to see Robert as Batman. I can't wait either. Are you happy that he's going to be Bruce? I would have been more excited if he was Terry. Um, I think he, he would have been a better Terry. You know, I'm not that familiar with the uh, the um, Batman Beyond. McGinnis, okay. Batman, except for that one episode that Joe's like, had mm -hmm. me watch a couple of times, which I like. Put it this way. Like, like it. he's almost like, like Nightwing, but I would say maybe a little bit better. Okay, because okay. he's trained by Bruce. Okay, he's had you know he he Bruce is in his ear. Yeah, literally in his ear. Yeah, you know. So and would you have done it as him as McGinnis and you get maybe Keaton as I would have been psyched for Michael Keenan to play the Batman Beyond Bruce. <clears throat> it's interesting, right? Because if you guys know, I was recently a guest on uh, Jerry D's podcast again. Uh, totally rad Christmas. Jerry? Thank you, Jerry. Uh, and we were on with the roundtable. Joe from Now Watch This was there. Uh, CJ. Uh, from uh, Christmas Conversations was there, uh, and, and a slew of others, you know, Anthony and Tom from uh, Tis the Podcast, um, uh, Manny. Uh, so there was a, a group of us kind of all talking Batman, and CJ had something interesting to say, which he said, you know what, I, I could deal with a break for Batman. He goes, I love Batman. All the Batman and stuff is great. He's like, but there's so much Batman right now. He's like, there's like three Batmans in rotation right now. He's like, can we get like five years with no Batman? Let us get hungry for it and then bring it out. And it's kind of interesting because it's like you bring in patents and you do another Batman, but you don't do anything different. You, it's still, you know, Bruce Wayne. It's like you said, I, I think what you're talking about is very interesting. Double A. I would love to. I would have loved. I think Robert would have been perfect as Terry. And it would have you know? educated people mm -hmm. about a new character. And it also, and like I said, what a better way to bring in Michael Keating, honestly. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you can have him as a fatter role mm -hmm. as that mentor figure and know? see as it stands now since we are doing pattinson as bruce wayne it's like if they ever do do that you got to cast yet another batman so it's like you know you're getting into like this well batman is in deeper water well, than spider-man territory you know what you know? dc has always been pretty confusing about all that shit anyway right so it's it's just right. part of their history so well it seems Whatever. like both universes are playing with multiverse now but, so but marvel at least isn't doing it like where there's like the a shitload of Batman's. Like right. You you have an athlete still roaming around. You have Robert Patterson now. Michael Keating. You know, it's yeah, kind of like all over the place. Yeah. So. Although we say that on the cusp of potentially having all the Spider Man in one. All the Spider Man. Like, yeah, but right. that's like the only yeah. one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, so. uh, to me, a more interesting thing to do is to bring in the Miles live action. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which we may we or may Miguel. very well see. Yeah. Miles or Miguel. Yeah. That, yeah. Those will both be cool. Mm -hmm. And the way that Tom Holland's kind of talking, right? This I know. Again, it, I was like, come be, on, man. okay, maybe they are. But you know, to me, I'm like, maybe if that's how Man, it would ends, you give up already? Like shit. Like if I was Marvel, I'd write Tom Holland for another good ten years. I mean, it's like, like in his twenties, right? Well, he says that it's the end of the homecoming trilogy. Okay. He, he feels like. Okay. But Sony has already said that him and Venom will meet. Will meet. You know but what I mean? Is that for so, the Marvel movie or is that for their Sony? Movie? I don't know. I don't know. But hmm. but you know, I, I think Tom Holland still got some legs in there. I mean, does he not want money or he's what? only like twenty something? Yeah. Roxy, Roxy in the house says, hi, guys. What's up, Roxy? Uh, Aaron B says, will do regarding that. Jerry D, we were just talking Jerry, about you, brother. Yo, yo, yo. What Merry up, my Christmas, man? Merry Christmas, Jerry. Yes, Merry Christmas, Jerry, <laughs> as always, early. Uh, Boo, Jason says, Jason. go Astros. <laughs> well, it's either them or the Red Sox you got to root for, right? I don't have to root for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, you know you know what I like about the Astros is that people call them cheaters, and that's what they call my Patriots. And I'm like, see, neither they you actually go. got they're, caught. They're, they're, yeah, that's true. They're cheating, they too. They actually got caught. So, you know. The fucking signals, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't totally hate them. I just kind of have a thing against Houston teams, but, you know, no, whatever. Uh, sorry for wobbly, guys. We're on a one table today because I uh, the genius that I no, forgot no, the other no, table. It was busy. Uh, Tom, Kara says Tom, Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man ever. You agree. 
Um, he is my favorite okay. thus far. Okay. I, I really think that it was like maybe Civil War that won me over. I don't know. He, it's feels... funny because like like Tom is like the perfect kind of like teenage yeah, Parker. Right, right. Uh, but Toby feels like he's that older Spider-Man. Yes. You know? I get you with that. That for sure. he's the one I want to see if they ever do Craven. I want to see the Toby Spider-Man. Like the, the married to Mary Jane already Spider-Man yeah, working one. as a teacher at NYU. Yes. Yeah, I could definitely that see that. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I didn't like I did not dislike Andrew Garfield. I thought he was really great. Yeah. He was really good in the first Spider-Man. Well, I mean he's good in both of them. Mm -hmm. uh, it's weird. because uh, I do like that first Spider-Man. I it's weird, but I Yeah. Him, yeah, he's my third. I like the way he kind of looked in the in the costume. I did too. too. He looked, he like, looked a... like they really tried going for the McFarlane kind of Spider Man. Yeah, him. I think so. I yeah. think so. It was a cool costume, also. And I love the Gwen. You know, they went with the oh, Gwen man. story. I love that one as Gwen. Mm -hmm. That was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see what else here. Jason <laughs> says they better than them cowgirls. <laughs> yeah, right. Speaking uh, of, we're we're up against each other right. this week. Yeah, we head are. To head. Yeah, we are. Me and Double A go head to head uh, this right week. Right now. Man. Right now, man, the Cowboys are on a fucking roll, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm hoping that we'll stop that steamroller, but uh, we barely eked out a win. So, oh, you know, yeah. it's going to be interesting. Well, no, you guys didn't. You, you guys lost to Tampa. Right? No, no, no. Yes, but uh, last week we won. Oh, last week. Yeah, okay, I forget right. what who we played. Um, but it was a close one, though. I was like, we barely won. It was nobody tough. But, yeah, Jerry D says, agree on an uh, on, on older Toby. Yeah, it just 100%. seems like it, right? Like like the, the cartoon Spider-Man, the 90s Spider-Man. It yes. seems like Toby, right? Yeah, that does feel right? like Toby. Yeah. yeah. And we haven't really had that story, the older Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Like, where, where is that Spider-Man? The, mm -hmm. the, the kind of... Uh, and if they ever do that Spider-Verse, I mean, he'd be perfect for that one, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Give him a little scruff, you know yeah. what I mean? And have that more weary, uh, uh, battle-hardened Spider-Man. I think that'd be an excellent story to tell later yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> so, great stuff, great stuff. Jerry, uh, while you're here, man, love doing the episode. The Batman episode was uh, super fun. If you guys get a chance to listen to it, extra hilarious. Uh, again, totally rad Christmas. Uh, the most uh, recent episode, I believe, uh, <laughs> Jerry's pumping him out right now. Um, as he records, yeah, man, yeah, Jerry, week. man, you're you're going crazy right now. <laughs> On yeah. the episode, it's like every now and then, it's like a new episode popping up. I'm like, oh, and shit. he's he's guesting everywhere too. Yeah, uh, yeah, his, man, his, uh, yeah. his, uh, his network. Spot. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do say that Jerry is known as the man to uh, every podcast. And Jerry, you will be on this show. We just haven't figured out when and how we're going to do I, it yet. Yeah. But uh, for maybe sure, maybe November. Yeah, would maybe love that. right before your busy schedule. Yeah, <laughs> in December, or maybe if we, we if we finish the second half of Revelations, I'd love to have Jerry oh, talk He Man with us. Uh, Jerry, are you, you know all caught up on He Man? That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. I think we missed some opportunities to have Jerry on some '80s stuff and yeah. He Man stuff. So I'd love to hear him uh, uh, his thoughts on the, the Jerry new. Jerry says, "Sweet, can't wait." I know Jerry keeps up on his his other stuff. It's not just all all Christmas all the time. So, <laughs> or even you know the Hawkeye series is supposed to kind of take that place too. during that, that too. too. So I don't know. I, I'm sad now. What if it's over? So Wednesday I had nothing to watch and I was like <laughs> down. I, it was weird so. on Wednesday. Um, the new Halloween movie is out today. Uh, so something to look forward to. Did you catch Bond yet? No, I haven't. Okay, I haven't either. I haven't. So haven't. yeah, yeah. Are you, will you catch Halloween? Uh, yeah, I want to see that one in theater. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. I'm there. I, I want to see it. I'm there for it. Uh, Jerry says I'm good with anything. Okay, I know you are, Jerry. Jerry is, uh, is the consummate host and guest, as I've heard. Uh, I loved you, awesome. Man, I think I've noticed the, uh... too, like me and Jerry, man, we're pretty similar in our music tastes. Is that right? Like, he seems like he's a big Fleetwood Mac fan. Mm -hmm. I love Fleetwood mm -hmm. Mac. So and he's a musician himself, and Jerry, yeah, Jerry's so I, music is by too. him. <laughs> So uh, we're yet to record yeah. the Just Another Friday Night song ourselves here. So. Comics, movie, TV, etc. Def, man. Def. I know you covered you know, the gambit. Um, 
I don't know if you guys watch that Eli Roth's um, History of Horror. You guys watch it? I've seen some episodes. I'm not caught up. Okay. Uh, last week, remember I told you mm-hmm. it was like sequels that don't suck. And uh, Gremlins right. 2 was one of them. Yes. You know, so, mm-hmm. and you know, Christmassy, you know. Yep. Always, and they made so. both of those at Christmas. They could have not done yeah. that. And they did. Yeah, so. And I always consider the first one like a Christmas movie. Oh, big time. Big you know, time. it feels Christmassy. It is. For sure. Yeah. But uh, Jerry says he's digging the love. Uh, yeah, man. Totally. And he says, I'll write y'all guys a song. There we go, Jerry. <laughs> I'll put that on the front of the show right there, man. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, CM, this past weekend we had our Comic Con. How yes. was your experience? Uh, it was great. I ran into you as you were on yes. your way yes. out, so mm-hmm. that's kind of us, right? We're like passing always, like ships always. in the night. Um, it was good. I walked the entire it was thing. Small, right? I have it was small. Yeah, like one hall. Yeah. But it was a big hall, yeah. but it was like you know four rows mm-hmm. or five rows. Um. There were a few people there that I wanted to meet, you know, Giancarlo Esposito. I got to hear most of his uh, panel. Oh, did I, you? Yeah, okay. it was like on the speaker while we were walking around yeah. so I could hear him. It seemed like he gave a pretty long interview. Cool. Cool. Uh, and he was actually interviewed by a guy that I know, uh, Tony Cortez. We're actually friends on Facebook. Oh, He's okay. like a, a DJ here in town. Um, so it seemed like he gave a long interview. He had some interesting things to say. Um, and uh, But yeah, uh, cool vendors. Cool artists. Uh, it wasn't my nephew. Mainly wanted to go with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my girlfriend and my sister too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Friday night or great picture there. that you guys had. Yeah, Man. yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually wanted to borrow a shirt. I loaned him my Thanos shirt because I was wearing our shirt. Um, and uh, then he kind of got stuck in the back of the picture. So it was yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys saw, I met Jim Starlin. Man. He was super nice. Uh, guys, one of the all-time great writers of comic history. He's the one that created Thanos. He wrote the Infinity Gauntlet series. Pretty much the whole basis for the marvel cinematic universe yeah pretty much uh i mean man he created the infinity gauntlet which cm has a really great picture if you haven't seen our facebook he's actually wearing uh the glove yeah. that cm has you know the infinity gauntlet and he signed it too yeah he so it. i mean that's always fucking cool not only did the creator sign it but the creator wore it in yeah. the picture you know so it was was the was the gal next to him his wife or i don't know if his wife i don't know nothing but i know she's inking his stuff okay i don't know I, I, I felt the, I felt that there was something there between them. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Was. I don't want to say anything if the guy Literally actually is married was. or whatever. But uh, uh, and also, you know, I found out he's a creator of Shang Chi, which I'm like, wow, you know. So I should have some Shang Chi stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I went to uh, Rick to get a comic because I mm-hmm. wanted like something specific, and you know, he had a handful of stuff. Uh, and I grabbed that Silver Surfer 50 book with the, oh, with the yeah. chrome cover. Um, I have a copy, but mine was a little rough, and it's a second printing. And I wanted that first printing. Yeah. And he mine had was it. a third printing. So. Oh, really? Yeah. That one looks cool. I saw that cover yeah. too. Rick had so, that one as well. Um, and also, he wrote Death in the Family. If, if any of you guys know, I mean, that's where Jason Todd dies. Yeah, that was my was, first trade. Where it was voted mm-hmm. <laughs> that he died yeah. know, by the hands of the Joker. So yeah, brutal, brutal, brutal. <laughs> it's my first trade I ever had. My dad got it for me as a kid, and it's so rough. And I, and I told Rick about it. He goes, "You should get that signed for sentimental value." And I, I kind of regret it now. I did it, but uh, but yeah, but no, he was super nice, and he signed that. And I got it. Yeah, I have a Thanos sticker. Nice. He said he signed it in nice. yellow. The Thanos yeah. in yellow oh, nice. it looks really cool. Very nice. He goes, "These look really good on uh, on uh, figures." He said, so he signed my Thanos. On I was real happy uh, when I found out that he drew the cover for Miracle Man. You know, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm just a huge Miracle yeah, you Man are. fan. So mm-hmm. uh, knowing that he did one of those covers was fucking cool. So and yeah. it, you know, he even drew a little Thanos head. Oh wow! <laughs> in the background, which I, I mean, not not like on my comic, oh. but it's there. Like a uh, picture. oh right, right, right. He That's what you Thanos showed me. In yeah. There. Yeah. Did you get that one signed? Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Uh, and then I met Scott Hanna too. Uh, yes. You know he does a lot of artwork for Marvel, a lot of Spider-Man shit. So yeah. 
you know, um, so. I went to go look at his stuff and he had a really great um, 11 by whatever print mm -hmm. of a surfer probably. in Galactus. And I showed it to my dad and he was like, I got to have this. So my dad got that for 20. Nice. And I said, well, let me get one for 20. So I bought a strange one and then we got a third one for free. That's what the deal was. So we got a Hellboy oh, from yeah, my sister. Yeah, yeah. So we all three got okay. a, a big one uh, signed. We got to get some frames from. Cool, cool. But both guys, super nice. Didn't really meet too many. I didn't meet any celebrities. I didn't either. Uh, well, first off, like, I, you know, I would have wanted uh, Giancarlo and Spacito, but um, his line was wrapped around. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and surprisingly, too, Sean Chamel's there. Sean Chamel is the voice of Goku, long-time voice mm -hmm. of Goku. Long fucking line that he had, too. <laughs> so, yeah. The so, American yeah. version voice. Yeah, the American. Right. I mean, okay. pretty much, every, if you've been watching it since, like, the early 2000s, he's been the voice yeah. of Goku. I mean, I can't think maybe Kevin Conroy, maybe doing a longer work. Right, <laughs> that you know, on one that you're familiar yeah. with who it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, every time a new Dragon Ball comes out, it's, you know. He's gold too. So. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's cool that they've kept him over and yeah, over again. Right? You know? Even yeah. Batman, they've kind of changed sometimes. Sometimes, which I'm, I'm like, ooh, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, I don't know come why on, you just man. don't keep Conroy all the time. I mean, you know, you have the ability to yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm like, come know? on, man. No one else is Batman. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jerry says, Starman is a genius. We both 100% agree oh, yeah. with that. And then also Jerry says, he's got to get going because he's got the routine with the kids, which we totally get. And Hopefully he made something off the the whole marvel cinematic universe because yeah i mean that's yeah. pretty much just based on him truly man <laughs> truly i hope he got it got a nice uh, chunk of change off of that but um man great guy really nice was oh, it's awesome and, it was another yeah. cool guy that me and cm met like that's really high on the totem pole for comics so yeah um unfortunately <laughs> i left my comics at home so i can't well, not home, uh, at my mom's house. Mm. So that's why I can't really show you the, yeah. the cool shit that he signed for me. And but. I didn't bring mine because you guys know I'm oh, trying to travel as light as I can. When <laughs> I come over now, it's like we bring so much stuff and then we eat yeah, up all the time so, in the beginning. But um, yeah, it was a good experience, man. It was fun. Um, uh, my nephew got some prints too. He found some Venom Carnage stuff he liked and he bought a bunch of little Lego men, like custom ah, Lego men. Okay. He's, he's really into that. And um, we wanted to get some of the what if figures, the bigger ones. People had them, but they were pretty pricey. And I feel like if we find them in stores, we'll get them a little bit cheaper. But uh, yeah, overall, it was cool. I mean, saw some lots of cool stuff, you know what I mean? But then you just start to tell yourself, you know, like it is uh, it's getting up there in the price range. You know, some of the celebrities too, it's kind of like, man, they're charging kind of a lot, you know, mm -hmm. which I understand it's understandable, but it's kind yeah. of like, mm -hmm. You know, yeah. If you charge thirty, shit, I would get three autographs for sure. You know? Oh yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, sixty on up. You know, it's yeah. kind of all right. You know, I can't really do that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like let me pay sixty. Let me get a picture with you, and then like maybe get like two yeah, items signed. Like yeah. make it a combo. You know what I mean? Something like that. Wait, but... that's always what's really cool about the wrestlers. Like Bret Hart had that kind of deal. It was like yeah. you know, if you have three items, it'll be like this much. You know, right? So, I was like, oh, nice. So yeah. uh, I was able to get my three belt sideline for like a really great price. Nice. You know? Somebody asked me what Kurt Angle was charging, but I didn't go to look at his The table. last time when me and you went, but it was a, years ago already, mm -hmm. it was 40. 40. Yeah. I don't know how much it is now. Uh, obviously, he's done a lot more work since then. So, yeah. yeah, I would like to still think maybe he still charged 40. But... I feel like most wrestlers sit around 40. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've paid that a lot of times. It's, and weird. Never, like... it's weird. Like, you think there's some people that would do that. Like, I remember, like, Steamboat was only, like, 15. Oh, wow. 10, 15. Nice. You know? So, I mean, but then, you, you know, you guys have, like, Steam, like, that was turning, like, 80. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, the some of the wrestlers that you would think would charge more don't. Yeah, and some of the guys you wouldn't think charge charge a lot, so yeah. it's kind of it's weird. <laughs> I never forget when I met uh, Xbox or whatever. It was like we did pictures for free or whatever. I didn't have anything for him to sign, but he was just like, I was like, oh, uh, we take a picture. He's like, yeah, and he was like, cool, whatever. <laughs> like, 
really nice guy. So totally cool. So, um, what else, Double A? Anything else? Uh, like you said, Halloween is out. Bond is out. Bond is out. I really want to see this new Matt Damon one. The last. Oh, uh, uh, both of them actually wrote. Uh, yeah, Affleck it's him and, and Affleck, Damon, right? The last, the last duel. duel. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks like there's an interesting story there. And it got Adam Driver in it, who I'm a big fan of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, we do like the um, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm hoping to. I got to go catch Bond, and I got to catch it. And then next week, we've got Eternals, don't we? Oh, yeah. Or no, two weeks. Two weeks. The first week of, of November. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, and I have a feeling there's going to be something big in that, so we got to catch it before, you know, it gets leaked or whatever. But David Lopez in the house. David says, um, I'd probably pay good money for Hogan, Undertaker, and Mankind. So out of those three, I think Mankind has been the cheapest. Undertaker at one point, which I didn't go for some stupid reason, I hit myself on the head, was charging 80 mm-hmm. for an autograph at the Wizard World at Austin. Hogan, Hogan would probably be... A hundred. It would be yeah, probably, probably more. I am blessed to have Hogan autograph and picture for free. Uh, but that was super like the like the dumbest but I think, backward look. But from the prices I've seen with him, yeah, it's a little over a hundred. Taker, like I say, years and years ago was eighty for an autograph. Yeah. Now Taker's autograph, I have it on a little like uh four by ten, four by eight. But have you ever seen his prices? Like I know he eighty really sounds done. exactly right. Okay, eighty sounds right. And I, I remember thinking, you got me mix. How much was he charging when you got me mix? Uh, when you you and Jack saw him at the club at or the club, it wasn't that much. I right, don't I don't think yeah, he like charged maybe four. I feel like forty is like they're pretty standard with forty or whatever. But uh, uh, so yeah, so um. You know, and I have a picture with him, and then I have Mankind's autograph too. So I, I agree with you on those three, David. Those are good choices. Um, Taker, I don't think I'd pay for the autograph because I have the one that came with one of my games. Mm-hmm. It was an autograph, little, like I said, the eight byte. It's a picture of him kind of in the robes. So if I've met him, I would just try to pay for the picture. The only one I would I would get is obviously my my WWF belt. Oh yeah, that's the one definitely. I would get. Oh man, that'd be great. Uh, he says, "Have y'all tried Cameo app uh, to talk to celebs?" Uh, haven't we looked into it we did look into it to see they're pretty specific about things you can and can't do like we couldn't tell them to shout out the podcast yeah because, because they didn't say we they didn't know what we represent right right we could be here talking but about I crazy mean, shit yeah. i i have looked into it it's pretty much uh you just kind of like it, it could be for anything it's a motiv- motivational speech a happy birthday even a fuck you to somebody you know you pay them that and they'll pretty much tell their you know, whoever you want to tell fuck off to fuck off. Nice. Uh, I think it's kind of like, where you, do I start? <laughs> and I think, I think it's all there. Like you kind of put whatever it is and then you kind of write down what you want or more or less, you're kind of giving them a script kind of like, okay, so I really don't like this dude. Or you know what? This dude's like, it's his birthday. He's really, you, he's a big fan of yours, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, yeah. can you say something like for that? You know, so. Yeah, I had looked into like the Kevin Smith one because I think he was doing, but he was charging like 300 A I lot think. of them charge a lot, mm-hmm. man. So yeah, that's always kind of what always stopped me. I'm like, eh, never mind, you know. And then I, I wondered too, like, how do I get that clip? Like, how do I get it where I can have it? Like, can I use it in my show? I, I think, I, yeah, know? that's the thing too, right? I, I don't know. I'm sure there's certain rules yeah. or whatever. Because I've thought about getting one for my brother but from like a boxing Oh, uh, legend, you know, yeah. from like Larry Holmes or something, but you know, but talk- the prices are always kind of high, though, man. So yeah, it's kind of like, is it worth it to pay a hundred bucks just for you to show him, and then after that, okay, it's done. Yeah, <laughs> what, a, what a unique gift, though, right? Uh, doubly, yeah. I don't know if you remember, I don't know if you remember, but do you remember when Billy D. Williams came 
to mm-hmm. that con mm-hmm. that was on Marvok. Yeah. He was recording on people's phones. Yes, he was. And he did that at the Comic Con, too. I told this story on uh, Jerry's podcast mm-hmm. when we talked about Batman. We were talking about, about you know, the Colt 45. Well, I was saying that, you know, they were, we were kind of all talking about we wish you would have mm-hmm. done Harvey Dent again. Uh, but then we were, I brought that story up and I was like, I, you know, I had the, just talking about Billy D jogged that memory of mine. But do you remember that? I mean, do you remember what he yeah. was charging for that? that was uh, so it was cool. like 100. Yeah. Yeah. But we were saying, we're like, gosh, imagine you switch phones or yeah. whatever. That was and, back in the flip phone days, probably. And there's like a lot of voice actors that do do that, too, from what I've seen. Like, really? Doug Jones actually had that at his table. No kidding. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, so. I wonder what voice he would have done. I don't know. Because I was like, I don't I would have got Surfer, maybe, you know? But he uh, he doesn't do Surfer. That's right. It's uh, Lawrence Fishburne, <laughs> <Lord> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, because some of them don't talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's what I'm like. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> Abe Sapien, he's not that voice either. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, uh, shape of water. No, he what are you talk. doing? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh, you know what? I would have got him as that count from uh, what we do in the shadows. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Eh? Yeah, I'm Maybe sure that there's some of those voices are his own. Uh, uh, speaking of voices, tomorrow at Traders, uh, I saw the original voice of Charlie Brown is supposed to be there. Really? Yeah. How interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. You so. can go with Charlie Brown and just go like. I would love to meet the Charlie Brown really? voice guy. That'd be pretty okay. cool. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't want to pay a lot for it, but you know, like I would hope he wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. I mean, like, you know, you know but that's that's neat. It's pretty neat. Um, I did see something interesting. I don't know if we have time for it, but yeah, we do. Uh, yeah. so we all are familiar with, you know, the one time big con here in San Antonio, Alamo City Comic Con. Mm-hmm. It looks like the uh, creator is coming back with I a believe, toy show. Uh, yeah. Alamo mm-hmm. City Toy Show yeah. uh, next month in November. Mm-hmm. And if you buy a ticket for that for 20 bucks, you're going to get the other two shows he's doing, which are both in February. One sounds really neat at the beginning of February, a retro gaming show. Mm-hmm. So that sounds kind of cool. I'm guessing like NES, Super NES, Genesis, stuff like that. And then uh, and then I guess like a part two to the toy show. Uh, so me and my sister are talking about we want to take my nephew okay. to go. Kids under 12 are free. So that's okay. pretty cool. So I think I want to check that out. I guess it'd be like his comeback show. So maybe uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there with that. But I just like more shows. Chance oh, to yeah. interact with other vendors. Yeah. And, you know, people will take comics out there. They'll probably take everything Well, you know, out not there. this Saturday, but next Saturday. And I'll probably repeat this again. But, I, you know, I'm going to Ekman's. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's in there. Yeah, Yeah, we're gonna go too because my nephew really wants to go. Mm -hmm. He saw a lot of stuff um, at this one, but I don't think he saw as much. It's gonna be the same vendors, pretty much. So he'll have a chance to uh, go see him again. Well, there's definitely one guy that I want to hit up his uh, boxes again if I get a chance to. Me and uh, Gabe had some wins at when we were (laughs) we were at uh, his boxes before. He's there, so um, uh, oh, what else? Uh, Real quick, man, the boxing fight. Epic oh, fight, right. epic yes. ending to that. Uh, yeah. Fury knocking out Wilder. Yes. So that should really end this whole trilogy. That should be it. Yeah. You know, it looks two, pretty nasty too. Fury went two zero and one yeah. in this series. So you know, yeah. two wins and one draw. To me, that's it. Like I, I don't need to fight you anymore. If I'm no. Fury, you now it's got to move on to Joshua now. Finally. Yeah. Uh, my uh, yeah, my youngest, my girlfriend's youngest son, Jeremy, was messaging me. Yes, he was. And yeah. he was he sent me the clip, and I was like, damn. And he was like, man, this is like the best fight I've ever seen. I had to think. He's such a young guy. <laughs> You know, and he's getting to watch heavyweights knock each other down. And, and knock yeah, each other that's out. what this series has been. Knockdowns, mm-hmm. knockdowns galore. So so that's fun. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's cool, man. I, I really regret man, missing it. It was uh, Fred Night or Albert's birthday as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, happy belated birthday, uh, Albert, uh, who does our music on our audio version. Um, what else, man? Anything else? Oh, um, now this is coming from Kathleen Kennedy. If you guys know, she kind of runs the Star Wars universe. She says there's supposed to be a major rematch in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series between cool. Obi-Wan and Vader. Very so. cool. 
I mean, that's huge. You don't even need uh, that. For I know. I was like, wow. Yeah. So they might fight again. I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, shit. Did you catch, uh, kind of segueing a little bit, only because I know that this actor did, uh, like his own fan made Obi Wan uh, thing, like a trailer, but he's getting all this hype right now that Jamie Costa that did the the Robin Williams thing. Did oh, you get the chance to catch the video? I didn't see the video, but I heard nothing but Ray reviews. It was extremely well done. I mean, <laughs> and he, yeah, his impersonation is spot on. In fact, I watched the Obi Wan thing he did afterwards, oh, and shit. it was hard to not see him as Robin Williams. <laughs> like that's how damn good he was like, as Robin Williams. I was like, wow, it was amazing. So really, really impressive. If you guys haven't heard about it or, or seen it, uh, check it out. I started the squid game. I'm late. Apparently I've been seeing all the memes. I hate being out of the loop on the memes. I'm like, what the fuck is everyone talking about? So I started it, me and my girlfriend last night. So we're two episodes in, please no spoilers, uh, but we're enjoying it. It's pretty cool. Uh, Korean uh, subtitles. So you got to read, you got to read it all. And it's pretty it's fast. Dub, though. It's dubbed. Oh, really? English. There's a dub version? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe I didn't find that version. Yeah, because that's what uh, my wife and daughter are watching. They're, it was like oh, really? English, but like the dubs were, I mean, the subtitles were off. Yeah, yeah. Time. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they were? Okay. Yeah, compared okay. to what the, they were saying. Ah, oh, damn. Maybe I should turn that on or whatever. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> some of them were coming up so quick, double Like, I was like, what did it say, babe? And she was like, I don't know. I missed it. I was like, damn, it's like fast. Like the, the, <laughs> the, um, subtitles or whatever but it was pretty cool so i could see what the hype is about so i like it and i've heard some fans saying like it just goes to show you if the story is good people will watch it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what country it's from or whatever no, you know, so, no. you know some uh, of the best horror movies are from overseas yeah totally man totally uh like i said my girlfriend's boys have gotten me like to watch like you know train to busan and oh uh, man yeah. raid uh they get me to watch some cool stuff like, train like, to busan right. was fucking crazy. oh yeah that one was wild man Damn. really wild um what else double anything else uh big uh in the world of pop culture comic books movies tv that we want to talk about no, that should the... all be coming up in the next few weeks hawkeye in november mm-hmm. eternals in november mm-hmm. spider-man in december so i mean yeah. the fandom the dc fandom tomorrow oh, i know we're gonna get some good juicy mm-hmm. stuff out of that and we'll be talking about that next so, week i mean you know? yeah everything's just coming around the corner now you know we just got to finish up october finish up our halloween stuff and yeah, yeah, get ready for more Marvel and DC action. Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. And then there are other companies that want to bring some cool stuff out. We're ready for that, too. Yeah, but, Image. Yeah. Shit, Image is killing it, too. I want some Spawn stuff, man. I Spawn, want to see it. Walking Dead. Tales of the Walking Dead. Yeah, Tales of the Walking so, Dead. Yeah, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. All right, guys, we're at that uh, first break, so we'll go ahead and take a quick pause for the cause here, and then we'll read through some <laughs> more comments. We'll come right back and get into the topic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, there used to be a break there, but there's no break anymore. Uh, we just take a little break to let the we audio. We got too load. popular right now. Anchor says you guys don't need any more commercials. Yeah. It may be that they switched their <laughs> their commercial process. I haven't figured it out yet. So, but anyway, the little commercial is gone, which is a good commercial. I think it's a fun commercial. Maybe they'll let me. Maybe they'll let. Maybe they'll let me add it in just for kicks. You know what I mean? So <laughs> maybe they'll let me add the commercial. They're like, you don't get nothing out of it no more. Go add it. You get guys. We'd get like a little like. 15 cents maybe off of that little commercial uh for all the times we've run it so but uh we're not talking about that right now instead uh we're going to talk about 
guys, it's, it's, you know, we took a break from our October, which we try not to do, but we actually had something going on during October, which was what if was finishing. Uh, so I'm sure that like, if a movie or something like that came out, that was, we had to do in another October, we would do it or whatever. But normally I think as was tradition last year, we kept the entire month dedicated to Halloween horror um you know monsters things like that you know uh last year all month long we kind of hit the bigs well mm -hmm. we mixed it up no we did yeah we, we did talked, vampires we, had, we did we had, werewolves yes we did stephen we did king. A stephen king we did a crow episode we did the crow yeah. because it takes place our episode was on the 30th yeah, devil's night devil's night and that's where the crow is yeah. and it's essentially we realized a ghost story if you yes. think about it yes it is he's back from the dead yes it is you know um we know joe doesn't like the crow from now watch this we don't know why we can't figure it out but yeah uh maybe he saw the sequels and not the first one you know he told me he did watch the one of the sequels because of the deftones uh not even the deftones are worth watching that movie wow. joe i'll yeah. say that right here yeah. on this show Big time. <laughs> so um but we ain't talking about that either uh guys so we are talking about is oh man almost like the first you know you know series of monsters the founding fathers oh, guys yeah. uh with this guy right here on my shirt right now i know the audio listeners can't see that as jerry d always says uh visual bits work right on podcast <laughs> but it is the creature from the black lagoon and he's grabbing up at some legs this is actually my girlfriend's shirt but i bought it too big for her on purpose so that i could borrow it um but guys we're going to talk about those universal oh, monsters man. you know what i mean here here he is again i even have my little Again, yet another visual what here. Say, like, like almost the, maybe like the first real connected universe almost. I would say so. You yeah. know, I mean, without kind of like crossing over, but I mean, this is all under one banner, you know, and they're usually always called the universal monsters. Right. You right. Know, to deferate them from all the other kind of monsters. Yeah. Like know? the hammer horror film yes, ones yes. or uh, obviously but, there's been multiple but versions. But when you say universal monsters you know oh man yeah. people are like oh yeah i like those you know? yeah because there's and then there's a lot of different movies within this mm -hmm. uh realm guys but we're going to kind of focus on like the first ones yeah. for mm -hmm. each and pretty much the main ones i would say so run it down double a who do you count in that i mean obviously there's dracula dracula the wolf man the invisible man frankenstein the bride of frankenstein the creature from the black lagoon that would be it to me the yeah. big, like the big six you know yeah. what i mean like that's those and then there were sequels of each and i learned something interesting about when it regards mm -hmm. to the mummy did we say the mummy oh the mummy the mummy so there's Shit. a big seven yeah, yeah. sorry we didn't say yeah, the mummy. Yeah. uh i learned something interesting about the mummy that that's not there whatever. You, know, you know how i kind of related is like was there a monster serial of you if you're one of those there you go you're yeah. one of these there guys you go. There although you go. the monster girls had booberry and there was no like ghost universal monster or no, whatever no, but, but there again there was like uh you know we had uh the invisible man you know what i mean so maybe that's where maybe maybe, maybe. i mean you know ghosts are invisible ish kind of you know yeah. what i mean so okay but double it's huge right where do you where do you start i mean uh, like let's let's start with dracula iconic actors iconic Golly. you know uh roles okay let's go with dracula because uh, i think it was the first one yeah. Well, you know what? I want to get a little history first. Before okay. we do that, I want okay. to talk to you about what's your relationship with these movies. When did you first see them? Did oh. you see them all together, all at once? When I was order? a kid. When I was a kid. Okay. Uh, like because your dad liked them? No, or just because, because my you, mom liked them. She loved monster. She loved the monster movies, and so like specifically Universal. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, my mom was is a huge fan of uh, of the Turner Classic Movie Channel. She mm -hmm. loves old movies, and that's where my love for old movies have come from. Mm -hmm. uh, I still watch old movies to this day. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Um, 
but she was like, you know, these are, you know, the classic monster movies. This is where they all start. You know, it's Dracula. That's where I got introduced to Bella Lugosi. Mm-hmm. The Wolfman, Lon Chaney, you know, uh, The Invisible Man, Claude Rains, you know, Boris um, Karloff, Karloff, The Mummy, and Frankenstein. And I was like, what a face, right? Oh, oh man. my gosh. But and a you, voice. When you say these names, you know, it's kind of like they're super iconic mm-hmm. names in horror. Yeah. Lon Chaney Jr., Bella Lugosi, you know, Boris, uh, Boris Karloff. Karloff, mm-hmm. Karloff yeah. You know, uh, it's kind of like, wow, these are the guys that you wanted if you were doing a horror movie. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's amazing, amazing stuff. I was blown away. You know, the when I saw The Wolfman, the transformation blew me away. Because mm-hmm. it's like 40s. Yeah. You know, when I saw Dracula, it's fucking eerie. Mm-hmm. You know, 1931, it's fucking eerie. The Creature from the Black Lagoon, it made me feel like when I saw Jaws, it made me afraid of the yeah. fucking water. That creature know? looks way fucking scary in the movie. It does. It really <laughs> does. You know, uh, you know, Frankenstein, I mean, man, you know, a, a person that figured out how to create life yeah. by piecing together pieces of, you know, dead bodies, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I was like, ooh, yeah, you know, that's a pretty fucking scary tale, too, you know. So, I mean, man, and I was just blown away by all these movies you know the mummy he looks scary as a mummy oh very you know? scary yeah uh frankenstein amazing look you know dracula man so so fucking sophisticated you know bella goes the way he comes out with his fucking slicked hair back his nicer robes his sophisticated way of talking we know? mentioned this in our uh vampire episode last year but pretty much the standard the emoji on your phone for a vampire is like the Lugosi. I mean, it still Dracula. is. It really is. The 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 tuxedo, the, tux, the cape. Man. Yeah, you know, like like double A said, the slick hair, the the, the amulet. Yeah, oh yeah, the, the European amulet. accent. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like when you dress up like for Halloween as Dracula, or you buy a costume of it, and it kind of gives you a model. It's modeled after Bella Lugosi. Lugosi. That's the one. You know, and he was supposedly we talked about this then, but buried in the iconic yes, he cape, was yes, cape he for was. the whole the whole suit, man. Wow, yeah. that's so neat to be buried as your your main character. But it's so fucking cool, you know, because like I said before that, you kind of had like Nosferatu, mm-hmm. you know, the this horrible fucking ugly, yeah, you know, count vampire, whatever, you know, yeah. And then you get Bella Lugosi, man, and count it's just like yeah, and <laughs> yeah. you get Bella Lugosi, man, he just man, he's so charming, mm-hmm. you know, so. You know, man, good looking, handsome dude, strong. Yeah. You know, just looks good. But also, good. too, intimidating because the Very eyes, you know what I mean? Like oh, those man. intense, like they're freaking oh. burning a hole yeah. in you. Like, I'm like, man, it comes through even in the, the, you know, the, it's an old movie from yeah. the 30s, but you're you like watching how you're like, scared oh, they were damn. watching this dude. How many people were actually scared of Bella Lugosi? I'm going to say it several times as we talk about it, but I'm like, if I was watching that in a theater at that time, I would have been freaked the <laughs> fuck out. Like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's fucking freaky. It's kind like, of like those know? serial killers that they always talk about, right? Like the handsome serial killer that, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, he's not going to do anything. And then boom. Yeah. Know? I mean, that's what he was as Dracula, you know? Totally, man. Um so that kind of starts it off that movie you know kind of starts off the whole universal it's a big hit and universal is like oh wow yeah <laughs> we gotta do more of these motherfuckers yeah you know? but yeah i mean man dracula kind of sets the tone and you know when they kind of tried relaunching the universal horror they started again with dracula mm-hmm. dracula untold 
Right. You know, but right. It, it didn't go anywhere. You know, they tried relaunching the mummy. That didn't go anywhere. Yeah. But man, what a cool universe that would have been. But it's just it shows you the power too that you know the studio still has, you know, the love for these movies that they were like, ooh, let's let's actually try and do a connected universe with these monsters that we have. Yeah, and I you wish know? they still would because those oh, man, the characters cast, are so iconic. But the cast that they were talking about too, Russell Crowe, Tom Cruise, yeah. Johnny Depp, it was gonna be like who was Johnny Depp going to be? Did they say? I forgot who it was, but like Russell Crowe was like Doctor Jekyll, Jekyll Mister Hyde, Hyde yeah. you know, which is and one we didn't talk about, but it doesn't really get it, it, brought it, up. No, no, yeah. it doesn't, and it's not in the Universal monsters, but mm -hmm. he's still a classic, uh, you know, For horror sure. character. For sure. uh, but man, they had so many big names that were going to be the Wolfman, you know, the Invisible Man, Dracula. Yeah. It was going to be all these big name movie stars, and they're all going to connect. And Russell Crowe does come out in the money. Yeah. You know, and he kind of gives you a little bit of it. A little yeah. hit. And I was just so hoping that it was going to be a box office hit so we can get more of these. And mm -hmm. it wasn't. And but... they showed that vampire skull and oh, kind of in the man. side piece yeah. in that one, that modern one. So it definitely yeah. would have been. It was a good idea. And that Dracula until it's not a bad movie. I mm -hmm. saw it. It's actually not bad. It's it's okay. It's a... Was the Benicio del Toro Wolfman supposed to be part of that, or was you know, that, no, no, that's gonna... just like almost like a remake of this one. Okay, same character name, same everything. It was just a remake of this one, okay. the original Wolfman. Yeah, so for me, uh, I'd always known of these because my dad is a big uh, black and white movie fan, oh, okay. and, and my okay. mom actually. So they both like you know uh, those type of movies. They would always bring up the Abbott and Costello ones because they love those. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein mm -hmm. is my favorite because that's where it has. Bella Gosey and Lon Chaney. In yeah. There. And then Vincent Price does a really cool cameo <laughs> at the end as the Invisible Man. Very cool. But how cool is that that you finally had Lon Chaney and Bella Lugosi kind of, you know, fair facing off? You know? Yeah. I had that movie on DVD. It's fucking awesome. I love it. I need to borrow that one. Yeah, it's you. fucking awesome. That is, um, but the, just the idea, the thought that they did that or whatever, you know, is like, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of like what we got with mm -hmm. What If, where like the main actors yeah. are doing the voices yeah. of their characters. Uh, so, you know, it feels like that these people were pretty, you know, uh, you know, Karloff and Lugosi and Chaney were, were okay with being these guys. Like, oh, they were like, this is, we kind of made these characters. Well, Lon Chaney for sure had a big shadow from mm -hmm. his dad, Lon Chaney. You know, he played the Phantom of the Opera. He played uh, Quasimodo, the yeah. Hunchback in Notre Dame. I mean, Lon Chaney is considered one of the biggest all-time silent actors that successfully crossed over into the sound the talkies uh -huh. yeah his his makeup box is considered like the holy grail of like makeup sets wow you know because he did his own makeup he did his own features everything very cool uh so lon cheney is like senior a fucking superstar senior yeah. so he had a big shoes to fill like you know what this wolfman gave him that shoes to fill you know wow. i was uh, i did a rewatch so to kind of give you a little bit of my background with it is like, you know, I'd always known of these characters. Mm -hmm. My, you know, I would see pieces, but I never sat down and had a really full watch until maybe a year, two years ago, maybe a little bit more, maybe three years ago with my girlfriend. You know, we get around this time of year mm -hmm. we wanted to watch. Mm -hmm. And I said, babe, let's watch the classics. My girlfriend also loves Turner classic movies mm -hmm. and black and white mm -hmm. uh, movies. So she was like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's so it. I yeah. got to sit down and watch them. And I started with Dracula too, because he's like my favorite, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a vampire guy. I love vampires. Right, I especially love Dracula. Yes. And I was like, oh man, it was so good. But I remember being like, wow, it was short. 
It's about yeah, all of them 90 short. minutes. Yes. Yeah, they're all yes. I realize yes. that. Mm-hmm. So then I think we did the Wolfman next because I would probably, in my mind, mm-hmm. rank him number two. So I don't watch it. And I was like, he's definitely the most popular of the Universal. It was always the Wolfman yeah. for sure. I Dracula was always seen kind of like as the leader. Yeah. Wolfman was the most popular. popular. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like Leonardo Michelangelo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's funny because I remember seeing the Wolfman and being like, oh, I like this movie better. I liked it better than Dracula. <laughs> I loved all the classic ones because I've seen Bram Stoker's The Dracula one. Why? Yeah, I never did. Yeah, like all that's there. You know, what's with music? I was like, oh man, but it was so cool to hear. Now, double A Craig, does he even show Fang? There's no Fang in that. No, I don't think he's like a Dracula without the eyes. Yeah, Yeah, the eyes. So it's very interesting. An interesting take on Dracula. Everyone says it's vastly different from the book. It's vastly different from the Bram Stoker. Sure it is. I'm sure it is. The the Bram Stoker. When I say Bram Stoker's Dracula, I mean the Coppola version of the movie, uh, you know, because there's things that are incorporated. I mean, obviously, you know, it gets from Bram Stoker's, so, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Mina, Lucy, Van Helsing. But the main uh, character is Renfield. Renfield, is, is, yes. Is the Renfield. primary. He's yes. like the Jonathan Harker yes. character instead yeah. of Jonathan Harker. Yeah. Why they did that, I don't know. But again, you're really watching it for like Lugosi's performance. Lugosi, yeah. And it's fantastic. Um so then I watched then I watched Frankenstein next, because in my mind he'd rank third or whatever. We watched Frankenstein, and I was like, oh. I like this one even better than the Wolfman. I was like, <laughs> dang it. Well, then, but isn't it funny though? Because you know, for a lot of us, we seen like Young Frankenstein. Yes, you know. Yes. So like when he sees like the blind man, don't you think Gene Hackman? <laughs> yes, which is so funny because that's actually in the second Bride. Yeah, I realized how much of Young Frankenstein came from Bride of Frankenstein, and it made me even like, like lo- yes, exactly <laughs> the hair. I love that one. Bride of Frankenstein is probably my favorite of the universe. It, and monsters. it's always considered, that's actually one of the, probably the first sequel, I would say, that was always said to be better than the first one. Really? I Did uh, Eli Roth talk about it in his? Uh... No, it wasn't. It was not that one, but that's always considered one of those sequels that's just way better than the first Interesting. one. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And it and it is. And the first one is fantastic. But, mm-hmm. but for me, I was like, wow, when we were done. I mean, the classic line too, right? He's alive. Yes. He's alive. alive. Yeah. The only one I didn't watch, uh, we wa- then we watched Creature, which I loved oh, also. Um, and sometimes my dad will want to watch like in the summer. My dad will be like, oh, let's watch Creature. I'm, Creature. I'm like, is it because it's like she's swimming? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I guess so. Yeah. They're kind of in a jungle. Yeah. And so we'll watch it. We just watched it last summer. So I didn't rewatch it this time. Um, what I did rewatch, though, was The Mummy. Uh, and then for my first time, because I didn't watch it last year, was uh, a couple years ago, was The Invisible Man. Which and you I were told like, you. watch it. Which I told you, that's my second all-time favorite movie because – Man, it's just fucking nuts. It's crazy. It was super good, and you were <laughs> yeah. super, and I was so happy I watched it. And yeah. I, I was like, because uh, even that final scene is considered uh, one of those classic scenes. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. And there's like so much, like you know, he's not really Claude Rains isn't really in it because he's invisible not until like, the very end. <laughs> yeah, but what a performance! Oh, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, man. damn, he's fucking crazy. He's crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, let's let's finish up on Dracula. We started with Dracula Double so. Where, where do you rank it for you? Where does Dracula I come mean, in? I mean, you know, that's that movie where I like it, but it's pretty much because of Bela Lugosi. It's kind of one of yeah. the, like how we say Iron Man. Mm-hmm. The first Iron Man, it's all Robert Downey. That's, yes. You know, that's his movie. Yeah. That's the way I always see You're it. not like, ooh, Obadiah Stane's a great villain. <laughs> exactly. Ironmonger. <laughs> um, exactly. Like, it's just, you know, you get so captivated with Bela Lugosi. You're just like, damn. Yeah. You know, he, he does charm his way into you, you know. and He's such an iconic still the standard for mm-hmm. vampires i mean you know he wasn't made to look ugly like i said you no. know slick black hair suits that just fit you know yeah that voice you know yeah. uh i mean he just grabs you and uh but 
maybe my fourth okay favorite, maybe okay yeah, yeah. I, I i have to say maybe you're probably right it's either gonna be three or four i think for me if i'm thinking about it because i i like three movies better yeah than that one okay yeah so for me it would be at number three but i'm giving a lot of leeway because i love dracula yeah. so much yeah and just but, i mean you know, yeah, just he like you said the standard bearer for yeah so long I yeah mean, even monster squad that's like a movie that's like gained so much popularity i mean he's pretty much based on yeah the bella lugosi character two of our good <laughs> podcasting friends uh, uh, well three you know now Luck, watch this Lucky and but, joe now watch this did a great episode but not just on them. it i mean that and movie Jerry has Heath just that movie has just like exploded just yeah. like out of nowhere like the past few years yeah you know? And we always say, and which I heard on both of those podcasts that I heard, is that how great the monsters looked. And they mm -hmm. couldn't make them look exactly like because they didn't have the rights to the but, universal stuff. But. but still, right? It's kind of like they still wanted to do a tribute to oh, the yeah. universal, big right? Big time. I yeah, mean, big time. And that Dracula and Monster Squad is fantastic. Uh, and it's a great tribute to Bela Lugosi, mm -hmm. I think. Because, you know, the Christopher Lee one is different. But still, lot. it kind of gives you that same vibes, right? Of still yes. being like the Bella Lugosi, right? Like, a, like still that, still black hair, right. still you know the count, you know. Yeah, and they didn't make him like a monsterish. He was no. like, except that he, yeah, Chris really has the fangs, yeah, and the red eyes, yeah. And, and which I didn't think about, you know, what I mean, like you know, really watching this one as uh, the this Dracula is, I didn't really realize that you know Bella Lugosi never shows any fangs or whatever. Which mm. me, for me, a vampire needs to have fangs. I didn't think about that either. But, yeah, but it, it, it's, he's so good; it yeah. doesn't matter. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but again, I love it. For me, it probably comes in third. Uh, but like I said, it's, it's one of those. Movie, but like yeah. I said, it's one of those movies where you just get captivated by Bella Lugosi. Yeah. More than anything else. Yeah. And then when you know, like you said, when you hear those classic lines, right. you're just like. Holy shit! You know, that's it was said by him. That's <laughs> where it comes from. Yeah, and it's yeah. very cool. Very cool. Okay, cool. And, cool. You know, and you see over there, I have him up there from you know. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. From our good friend, you know, that we have, Caitlin. You know, from yeah. Strangely Rose. You know. Yeah, that's very cool. Up here, Double A has got three of the most iconic vampires. Where it's Count she, Orlock. She did do a David from Lost Boys oh, that nice. I didn't get. She did barely do that one, so I will put him complete the set. If I, if yeah, <laughs> whenever I see her, I ask her if I can have that David one. Yeah, so, I know. I need to get those so I can put her put him between Bella and Gary Oldman. Yeah, <laughs> Double A's got both the Count Orlock. He's got the two Draculas, the Gary Oldman and the Bella. That's the one she had made at the time so. and that's cool because they're coffin shaped like, yeah they know, are I, coffin -shaped, I like yeah. that so but yeah all the standards of you know but, a vampire you know, it's funny though right it's still considered like dracula is always considered the number one monster mm -hmm. right it's and like you weird, said right? he's the leader right right and, it yeah. seems like it yeah. right like every and time. there's been there's that netflix series there's you know oh, yeah. castlevania that's the right. game oh, i mean like dracula tomb of dracula yeah tomb of dracula yeah vampirella Dracula is a main character mm -hmm. in that one, mm -hmm. you know? I so. mean, like, think about it, like, in a way, Dracula is a kind of a Marvel character, too, because they use that <laughs> yeah. Dracula. And he's kind mean? of dressed up, like, if you see those old issues, he's dressed up kind of like... Yeah, I think uh, the only way they make him, sometimes they give him a mustache or something like that, <laughs> so he looks a little bit different. But then you even have, like, the black exploitation, the spoofs, you know, like, Blackula, Blackula. you know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, you know, that's how I kind and, and Blackula was smooth, too, man. He was, he was a badass. <laughs> I like Blackula a lot. But, uh, you know, Dracula dead loving it. You know what I mean? Leslie oh, Nielsen, you Jeez. know, speaking of like a real yeah. spoof. You know what I mean? It's like, you know. <laughs> well, same guy. Mm -hmm. Mel Brooks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. See, there you go. <laughs> young did, Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Dracula is an icon, man. I mean. Uh, oh, it, for a lot of people, their favorite, their ultimate favorite universal monster, you know, that's yeah, yours. You for know, sure. So. For sure. I got I got him right here. I got his plush right here. This Dracula right here. I'm showing you. Yeah. So he's here hanging out with us while we do this one. Uh, but, uh uh, yeah, but again, it, it's not the strongest of the movies. 
There's no. definitely ones I like no. better than uh, than that one or whatever. But I would say you got to watch it. You know what I mean? It's, oh, for sure, you have to. Yeah. Just for the lines, just for just to see Bella Lugosi. Yeah, totally. Because I mean, it's a performance. Because if you talk to like a real true horror fan, and you mention Bella Lugosi, they're just like they get blown away. They're like, oh man, oh yeah, I love him so much, you know. And it's so funny because I was having a conversation with Friday Nighter uh, Foxy Roxy the other day, and she was actually saying like, had I ever seen? I think there's videos on YouTube about the comparisons between the Spanish version. And uh, the Bela Lugosi version, because they said they filmed them at the same time, oh, but one filmed okay. that day, one filmed that night. And they say a lot of people consider the Spanish one to be the better movie, but because they incorporated more story uh, into the movie, they said the only thing that's a little bit campy about it is that the Dracula, the Mexican Dracula, <laughs> is is a little bit campy. They said what's really missing is the Bela Lugosi performance which is like what makes that which one makes still, it yeah which what makes it yeah but there, people say that they go man we wish we could have seen bella lugosi in this spanish version because ah, it was like a better okay. uh movie wise you know mm, what i mean that's so weird i need to wow. yeah i know i need to look up that um Roxanne, that comparison here what what movie is that yeah i want to see the comparison I, well i think it's like i said just directly but then like they did like that's how they would do the Spanish versions. They would just film them at the same time, oh, okay. but would fill out, swap out the actors and okay. using the same sets and costumes wow. and all that. So uh, again, I would like to see the the side by side comparison. But she's not the only one that I heard mention that this Halloween season. I saw another person say that they had recently just rewatched it and that they were like, "Man, wow. I I wish I would have watched the Spanish version." Uh, you know, to to show this person they were showing Dracula to the first time. The you know the wow. the better version, except wow. for the Dracula. So. I, I don't know. I haven't seen that version, but I would definitely check it out. You know what I mean? But but everyone keeps saying, though, you're missing Bella. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of hard, though. Yeah, it could be a way better fucking story, but you, you're still wanting Bella to be in there. Though, yeah. You know, so. And if I have a campy Dracula, that's going to maybe take me out of the movie a little bit. Yeah, that's bit. what I'm saying. Me personally. Yeah. But yeah, but no, he's <laughs> definitely not campy. Bella like, campy, like, awesome. like if any of you seen Van Helsing. <laughs> Oh gosh! Bad yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't be bad too too much. Sometimes you can <laughs> you can over Dracula it for sure. But uh, okay, double A. Uh, let's let's move let's move into our next one. Okay, which uh, one do you want to get into? Um, I'm gonna go with my list here, so that, which the ones okay. I recently rewatched. So I'll go with uh, let's go with the Invisible Man. Oh, man. Well, no, you know, because that's your number two. Let, no, let's, no, no, no. Let's, let's do it. You want to do it? it? Okay, yeah. let's do it. All right, so. Uh, Again, I just watched this for my first time. And I was so happy that he enjoyed it. I was like, yes. Loved it. Yes. Loved it. Uh, cool stuff that I read off IMDb. Well, number one, the first thing I noticed when I was watching it is that H.G. Wells. It's yes. a story by yes. Based yeah, on I, I have that book. It's up there. Yes. The Invisible Man story. Yes. Okay. Which, okay. I mean, most of these books, most of these movies are Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, Ram Stoker's Dracula, you know, so H.G. Yeah. Wells, The Invisible Man. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's okay. funny, right? That they have an origin in books, right? In yeah, literature. yeah, no shit. I'm gonna grab my cup real quick, but start us off. Uh, double A. Uh, uh, okay, Claude so Rains. Claude Rains is a brilliant scientist that's trying to make a, a potion, right? For what the military or something? Uh, you know what? The way so this it, one, it's, it's like a it's weapon, cool right? Me. It's cool to me because it starts out and he's um he's already invisible. Like you don't, mm -hmm. he doesn't even have to be uh. You don't have to wait to see him like go yeah. through the transformation. It's like it starts out. He goes to get a room at this like little hotel, nice little inn. Yeah, yeah. Like a, it's like a bar. And are they in England away? Or I want to say they are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I want to say it's, it's over overseas. All so. right. All right. Um, 
I'm wiping my cup out a little bit here, but uh, okay, yeah, they're overseas for sure. He goes into this inn, diner, bar, whatever you and call it. And he's looking for a room. Mm-hmm. He's hungry and he wants to be left alone. Yeah. So, and he's very aggressive. Very you know I mean? aggressive. Yeah. And the, which we find out why later. Yeah. And the innkeeper, they're like, okay, you know, we'll put him up or whatever. And he's like, I don't want to be bothered or whatever. Yeah, just and, nothing. You know, and you see him kind of like covered up. You don't really see him and it's winter outside. Uh, so it kind of explains, right, too. So it won't be too weird, right? It's winter. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But they can kind of tell, like, oh, they think something happened to him. He was an accident because he's like bandaged yeah. up or whatever. So right away you get this scene. Like, Let I mean, see. we're talking like the first five minutes here or whatever, but um, he, uh, he orders dinner and the dinner comes and, you know, uh, he's eating. Real quick, well, he yeah. looks like this. If you're seeing it visually, he looks like that. As far as YouTube uh, watchers, guys. Excuse me, but um, yeah. So he's he's wrapped up, and he tells the innkeeper gal, you know, don't don't bother me. But he's hungry. He's yeah, like, he's hungry. you know, fix me something to eat and uh, drink, and you know, leave it at my door. And she brings him food, but then she forgets the mustard. So she's like, oh, let me go back with the mustard or whatever. Well, she goes up there. He had already said, don't bother him. <laughs> she goes in there or whatever, and she you kind of get this quick image, right? Double A of yes. him without the mouth. Yes. And you're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it looks it looks fucking creepy and eerie. Yeah, and guys, this, for me, my very first thought was, as a modern movie watcher, I was like, fuck, how'd they make him invisible? Like, Because yeah. it looked pretty cool. Yeah. Like, it looked, it looked good. Uh, and he covers his mouth up with a napkin. He's like, I told you not to bother yeah. me or whatever. And, like, he he's extremely high strung and he's like shouting shouting and like he's he's uh he's kind of a wild man you know he I mean? is but it's because of the side effects of the the fucking you know serum that he did yeah it you know it it drives him insane yeah paranoid insane everything you know if, if you've ever seen hollow man it's kind of like a modern retake of mm-hmm. that one too you mm-hmm. know um but it makes him more aggressive more paranoid, more insane, more everything. Yeah, he's Dr. Jack Griffin, and this one is 1933. And one of the facts I got, I got this stuff from IMDb, guys, if you want to go read all about it. But, like, the body count in this one is 122. <laughs> I think it says it was the hot, the highest or the second highest of all the Universal Damn. films, which I was like, like, like this guy is fucking nuts. So yeah. uh, Mark Hamill says that this is what inspired his version of the Joker that he That's does. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Batman, the, the animated series. Um, the director uh, said that he dressed Claude Rains in black velvet against a black velvet background. Which, man, it's amazing. Uh, that simple trick mm-hmm. to do that. But it still doesn't make sense to me, Double A, because, like, there's parts where you're seeing through him, and I'm like, how are they I know. doing that? I like, know. I don't and know. It's like, fucking I, insane. I need to watch a YouTube video about it or whatever, but it's yeah. very well it's, done. It's I crazy thought. in 1933 that we're getting these kind of effects that you're just like, whoa, how yeah. the fuck are they doing there? Yeah, and then, like, how about, like, early on, right? Like, so he's not being a very good guest, and so the, the chick, who's hilarious, they said the director had to keep stopping because she kept, like, the way she laughed or screamed <laughs> would make him laugh because she's like, what? Like she like like very <laughs> dramatic with her like screaming, and uh, so she like sends her husband. She's like, "Get him out of here!" Like, "Get out of here!" So he goes up there. He's like, "Hey man, you gotta go." Or whatever. Like, you know, you you haven't paid your acting. When he's like, "No, please let me stay." Like, I'm working on an experiment. Like, it's life and death. And then and then he's like, "No, nah, man, it's already it." He starts packing up his experiments and shit. Well, he just fucking goes yeah. nuts. Yeah, bashes him with a chair, throws his ass throws down the it. fucking stairs. And he's like, don't fucking bother me. I already said, and I'm like, okay. So he, of course, goes get the cops. They come back up and he's like, all right, y'all want to see what's up? And he just starts to that famous mm-hmm. scene, right? Unwrap mm-hmm. himself. 
and he's not there. And then it's like, they start to freak the fuck out. Cause you know, they don't know what he is. Yeah. They've yeah. never seen this before. And then he's like telling them like, you know, uh, try and get me and all this. Whatever. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's beating the shit out of them. Like, I'm like, I remember thinking like, Okay, so for the most part, Double A, like, don't you feel like with the Universal Monsters, like, you're kind of sympathetic towards them? Yeah. Not, not him. Not the Invisible Man. He's like a real asshole. Mm -hmm. He is, and <laughs> like, it's because of the, you know, the serum that well, he did. Yeah, you know, me and my dad were laughing about it today. We had lunch together, and I was like, man, dad, I can't believe I waited so long to watch it. He was like, it's funny, right? And he's like, uh, he's, like he's like, well, how about like when he steals that guy's bike? And I was like, yeah, like he's just like a jerk. Like he just, he's like, oh, mind if I use this bike? And he like takes off and you see the bike going. And then he's like, here, here's your bike back. And he throws it on them. I'm like, what the fuck? Like he's like an asshole. And then he goes into his plan, right? With this guy. Remember when he goes to his like old friend and he's like, hey, you're going to be my partner because I need someone to do shit that's visible or whatever. Mm. He's like, but eventually I'm going to turn you invisible so I can take a break. Yeah. And he's like, oh, by the way, we're going to murder because that's how you do it. You got to get people scared of you. We're going to crash some trains. We're going to kill people. He's like, I'll just go behind the conductor. I'll just choke him. Choke him. Like, it's like, it'd be like if Double A just came in one day and sat down and just started telling me like, we're going to do all this crazy shit and you don't have anything to say about it and you're going to sleep across the room from me and if you don't, I'm going to fucking kill you. It's like, you're like, what the fuck? Like, there's no sympathy towards him. Uh, guys, we're going to talk some more about the Invisible Man, though. I, I definitely want to get Double A's insights and takes on that. Uh, remember, you can watch us on YouTube, guys, for our visual bits, uh, so they're not totally able to be unseen if you have a time and inclination to see us uh, there. Uh, go check us out on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Um, but we'll be right back. We're talking more Universal Monsters after this. All right, guys, we just had to take that little pause so that we could let the audio load up there. We had some great comments from the Friday Night Faithful. A bunch of you guys joining us here. Uh, Mario, Steve, Gabe, uh, Jason, Holt, uh, there in the house. Yeah, guys, and we appreciate right now, John it. John says he's watching Silver Bullet right now. There also. you go. Nice. We, were, we are going to get into the werewolf for sure. Um, the, the, maybe the, the original, you know, you could say werewolf uh, behind it all. But uh, double A, we're talking invisible man. Like I said, so I wrote down that little bit of facts that I kind of movie gave you guys of madness, paranoia, mm -hmm. aggression. You know, I, I really liked too the kind of bringing out the worst of the human qualities. Yes, you know, yeah. I mean, he straight up says like, I want to murder. I want to do yes. these things. You know what I mean? I it wanna... was just supposed to be like a simple experiment to turn invisible, maybe help with the war effort. I mm -hmm. think stuff like that. You know, and it just it. It's almost like the Green Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Just, it polluted him. Yeah. yeah big polluted time. him big time. Um, he does, there's a woman. There's usually a woman. You know and, I mean? you know, with her, he still, like, it still kind of brings him down a little bit, seeing her, you know? But, yeah. I mean, the madness is there, though. The madness has already polluted his mind. He's already killed. He's already hurt. Mm. He's stolen. You know, he's done a lot of bad stuff in this movie. I like the... Um, they actually i didn't feel like the police were totally inept he does obviously you know fuck with them of course but they had some yeah. clever attempts at how to catch him yeah. like i thought that yeah. there was cool like how would you catch an invisible how man? would you catch you an know? invisible man yeah um i think they maybe touch on some of those things in some of the other invisible movies hollow man sure. the new invisible sure. man um but no overall great guys i highly suggest this one love like Claude i said Rains. it was my second favorite it's my second favorite universal movie i love it and uh you know it, it helps too that's from hg wells i mean golly that man was a fantastic fucking author mm -hmm. i really do believe he visited the future 
<laughs> yeah. Oh man, no <laughs> doubt. And went back in time and wrote about all this stuff. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's fucking crazy. Famous for the time machine. Yeah, the most famous time, time machine. machine. Yeah, uh, War of the Worlds. If you ever know that one, he wrote War, War of the Worlds too. So, yeah. so you kind of mentioned double A, like Hollow Man wasn't really a true follow. You know, like a true no, remake, no, no, but but, I mean, but essentially the same hey, vibe. How about Memoirs of the Invisible Man? I mean, I mean mm. you know, any of you remember that one? Chevy mm-hmm. Chase, Daryl Hannah, Sam yeah. Neill. You know. Um, <laughs> You know, obviously the most recent Blumhouse, right? Invisible Man. How did you feel? We talked about it a little bit. It's a bit. little different, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a suit that mm-hmm. makes you, but he, you know, that dude was an aggressive boyfriend, apparently. Oh, very. Yeah. You know? And I thought it was highly suspenseful. Well done. Very suspenseful. Again, there are some scenes in there where he's. Oh, with the, the when she's having dinner with the friend? Yes. And the knife comes and slits her, you know, slits oh, her throat. Gosh, I was that, like, whoa. What about just the scene where she's trying to catch him with the flower in the house and they're throwing each other around the room? It's like, okay, like, or, you how know, about, what you know, you when do? she hears coming up the attic and she just spills that paint on him, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very good, that, that New Invisible Man is very good, very well done. That was the first movie we bought in the pandemic. We paid the 20 oh, bucks for it. Yeah. Yeah. We and, did too. Yeah. We were fine with yeah. it. I was like, I feel like that was a great, a great investment or whatever. Uh, I am too. Cause like I, I told CM, I'm like, the tickets already are almost 20 bucks anyways mm-hmm. for two people. Mm-hmm. And then the, the candy and the popcorn and nachos, that always adds it up. So, yeah. But these, but the kind of cool thing about these is that, like, you could sit down and watch almost any one of these with your kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you they, can. It could be yeah. intense, you know, because there are some intense parts. You know what I mean? And then, like you said, you know, Claude Rains, it's, he goes for it, man, as the Invisible Man. I mean, he uh, he does some shit. He's, you know, he, he you know, kills that one cop. I mean, it's not a violent, violent death. Anybody hits him, like, with a chair. But and then, it like, can be know. unsettling, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, like you said, when he's doing the unwrapping and he's just fucking laughing. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, oh shit. It was <laughs> so funny because today my girlfriend was, like, humming, you know, because we watched it the other day. He's, he's humming what he was singing when he's, like, uh, once oh, around the mulberry yeah, bush. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he's just, like, the pants. Like, you know, he loved to just be, like, a shirt or pants floating around. And it was, like. He was having a good time with Great it. You know what I mean? right? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, and, and they looked cool. Like, it gave you quickly what you wanted to see. Like, all right, you know what I mean? Here he is. He's invisible. You know what I mean? You want to see the invisibility aspect or whatever. And, yeah. You know, um, you know, even he looks unsettling when he's wrapped up and covered up. He's mm-hmm. trying to, you know, at one point he tells his would-be partner, he's like, oh, let me let me cover myself. In 1933. Yeah. yeah, he so. says it'll be easier for you to talk to me, but then I mean, he's covered up. He's still kind of like, oh, you still kind of look lucky, You're crazy. scary. You know, yeah. yeah, you look scary. You know what I mean? So, um, but uh, yeah, my note on that, my last note was uh, the guy was batshit crazy. So, so how how do you feel about that movie? Oh yeah. man, uh, great. I mean, like, um, I think we're talking about like maybe seven. I mean, you know, uh, of the movies, or whatever. It, it would definitely be up there because it's definitely one of the better. It ones, is, I think. Yes. Yeah, it, it's definitely one of the better ones. I mean, I can already tell you, you know, what I probably put it above. And again, I'm a little bit biased because I like some of the other characters so much, whatever. But this one was so good. You know, it's funny. Uh, me and my girlfriend started collecting the little mini figures, the reflection yeah. figures. Yeah. And, you know, for a while we had them like three and three. And you no, know, we had them like two, three and two. Because I think we had like the mummy, the wolfman. And I was like, man, it's unbalanced. We need somebody else. And I was looking on the back who else there was. And I was like, oh, the Invisible Man. And I was like, well, we should own that one. So I had the figure for forever, <laughs> but but I didn't really, hadn't, hadn't seen the movie. So okay. I was like, all right, I need to watch it. But I mean, I need it's Hollow Man, obviously, and then the new one. But I'm so glad I saw this, it. It was so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah this, this is version. usually the definitive version of yeah. the Invisible Man. And know? it's not the last time that we see Claude Rains in a Universal movie. And not the last time we see 
even Bella Lugosi. We'll talk about that or whatever. Um, well, where do you want to go next? Which one do you What's go? next one? I would say I'm gonna say the mummy because at first it was my least favorite. Uh, you know, I love Boris Karloff. Uh, yeah, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, double A show on the cover of that one, and it is spook, spook, or whatever. Uh, I read that something about that poster, the mummy poster, is voted one of the greatest yeah, posters. It ever. is, I mean, and I think, see it, it's just damn. I think for the longest time they had said, I don't know if this record still stands, but uh, this was on IMDb that the poster sold is the is the highest paid for ever poster, and it was like $456,000 or something like that. Yeah, so uh, at one time, I guess that's maybe like an original printing of the Damn. poster, but it looks like they were, all these look like the posters originally were painted, I imagine. It looks um, like, I mean, man, they look so fucking sweet, you know, I mean, golly, these, these, they really knew how to do posters in this time period. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're on, you know, YouTube where you're seeing it right now, I mean, just Look yeah. at that one. I've got prints of the mummy, the wolfman, and uh, oh, nice. I believe it. The mummy, the wolfman, and the creature of the black Lagoon hanging in my bathroom. Nice. Those are the three. I'll put a nice. picture up for, okay. the, for the Friday nighters yeah. and for you, double so you can see. But uh, in my first viewing of these movies, the mummy one was my least favorite. Did which it I surprised was... you, though, that it's Imhotep. His name is Imhotep. Uh, it did. It right? did. Because I was like, oh, that's from the Brandon Fraser the remake. Uh, the remake version. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, I want to say this because my sister loves those and I thought they were fine, but I didn't feel like they were like in the vein of any type really? of horror. They were like oh, action wow. flicks. Okay, okay. And I didn't like how the mummy wasn't like a mummy ever. He was like, he had like, <laughs> Oh, I you want it. the bandages. Yes. I really <laughs> wanted that. And I didn't realize much like we said with Dracula not having fangs on that. The mummy walking around is not really in this one. That's in the later mummies. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, cause, cause Boris Karloff. Uh, only... And speaking of, we get Boris Karloff. Right. I don't know, maybe I don't know who's more iconic, him or Bella. I really don't know. Yeah. Because obviously he played Frankenstein and the mummy. And the mummy, yeah. But Bella Lugosi is such a big figure because of Dracula. But right. you have two of the biggest horror names of all time, especially at this period, Boris yeah. Karloff and Bella Lugosi. Mm -hmm. It's like damn. And that voice of oh, Boris Karloff is so iconic. The so Oh, man, yeah. Man. So here's what I wrote down about it. So you got Boris Karloff as Imhotep. Um, they use, in the beginning, uh, the uh, Swan Lake, the Swan Lake song, mm -hmm. which they also used in Dracula. So at the beginning of Dracula, so it's like kind of like that. And that, that song is spooky and haunting. Um, excuse me. Um of course, in the beginning of The Mummy, it starts in oh, 1921. And speaking of, this is 1932. So mm -hmm. I guess this would have been the second Universal Monster movie. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's 1932. So. And I heard that originally they were going to do a bunch of different stuff with this one. That it wasn't going to be oh, really? like an Egyptian mummy and all that. But ah. it was the, the actual real life discovery of, of King Tut's tomb that inspired ah. the writer to change it okay. and make it like that. And this is The Mummy is the only one that didn't have like a book or a basis. Like no, it's based no. on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of went based on things that were happening in the real world. Okay. And the way it's set is that it initially starts out in 1921. And then uh, they kind of find the mummy and they find this scroll. And the guy, not supposed to read it, reads it. And then the mummy comes alive. And that guy goes fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, you You're know, not you, supposed to read from the book. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years later, you have, <clears throat> you have the other... The guy that didn't go crazy, his son is there digging up. And they're pretty much not finding nothing. 
well, you know, you see the mummy walk off, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, what the fuck or whatever, you know? Uh, and that's what makes him go crazy. He's like, he went for a little walk. Like, he's like, I'm crazy now. Uh, so then you see this man appear, though, 10 years later, and it's like, you know, Forrest Karloff looking extra scary as, as uh, he goes by uh, Ardith Bay. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, mummy again, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, Bay. and it's Death of Ra. It's an yeah. anagram for Death yeah. of Ra. Um, but here's what I realized watching it this second time around. I, I love Boris Karloff's performance. It's just not enough mummy for me. Like okay. I want more. And I was like, where did the fuck did I see like the mummy a lot walking around? And I'm like, there was like other versions they did. So number one, like, again, I'm going to go back to this a couple of times because I think the creatures look great and they did a good job of using like, but like the, the mummy in the monster squad. But you know, one of my favorite parts, and I, I was blown away when I saw it, but when he's showing, you know, the chick, the the past versions of themselves, yes. I thought Mummy Returns. Yes. Because they had that same fucking setting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, the Mummy and the Mummy Returns really pulled a lot. You mean lot. the new Mummy Returns? Yes. Yeah. They pulled a lot from this fucking movie. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, is that apparently there was a lot of other scenes that were cut out because they were supposed to show her like living in like Roman times because wow. she lived okay. so many lives. Remember he's telling her, and here's yeah. the other thing I found this movie. Like if you like the Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Coppola one, it's like essentially the <laughs> same story in a sense, because it's like, yeah. you know, uh, the, the young archeologist is kind of like the Jonathan Harker. Mm -hmm. He's interested in her. She's like the Mina, you know, Imhotep is like Dracula almost. Mm -hmm. And then there's that other doctor that realizes that it's Imhotep, you know, disguised as this modern man. You know, the way that Dracula disguises himself as a modern man. He's almost like the Van you Helsing. Know, I have forgot that his name, too, Adith Bay. I mean, because, yeah. you know, that's, you know, the dude's name from, from the mummy. Right, from the mummy, yeah. The Magi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they do a lot of uh, stuff like that. It's really good. It's really solid. It's really fun. But you can see, though, right, TM, where mm -hmm. that movie probably freaked a lot of people out, especially oh, Boris Karloff. They do those couple of really close-up scenes on his face. Yeah. With the the eyes, Great. and I it's mean, like, these dudes just know how to use, how to act with just that the facials. Yeah. yeah, I mean, him and Bella are fucking creepy looking fucking dudes. You oh know? yeah, like Boris Carl looks like you don't want to fuck with this dude. You know, like you don't want to be in a dark alley with this. Dude. Hell no. <laughs> you, know? you know, so and then I you mean, hear that voice. Yeah, like, wow, it chills up my. Spine. I mean, and, and if you don't know Boris Carl, what he sounds like, if you ever seen The Grinch. Uh -huh. He narrates the Grinch, the, the the cartoon, the original. Yeah, you know, I mean, just imagine that probably more in a horrifying way. Yeah, way more intense. Uh, and again, he, you know, um, I don't think he speaks that much in Frankenstein or whatever. No, but no, he no, no. Speaks no. quite a bit in this one yeah. or whatever. And how about that double A? We're here, here. Talk about the guy's range. He plays two different creatures, two different, and monsters. it's two different performances. Yeah, and it's like you know you're. Like they're equally mm -hmm. both, you know, terrifying and intimidating in their own way. Yeah. Um, despite all that, out of these seven, and I it, rank it, it kind of low. It is my it, least favorite too. I don't go back to it a lot. But you know, I, for me, it's just because the other ones are so much better. Right. Uh, you know, but man, him as the mummy is so visually striking. Yeah. I love seeing the dude. Yes. I have a portrait of him that somebody drew for me. Yeah. Of him just wearing, you know, not not like this, but of this, his. You know, oh, nice! Yeah, and he, yeah, he's got the he's got the, he the looked fez like, on. Yeah, he looks looking. Oh, he definitely though, did, man. Know? Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, Boris Karloff is man. 
uh, another fucking horror legend. The way they know? show him in those scenes where he's already Ardith Bay, yeah, and he's got he's got, they do those close ups of his face, the dark eyes, and he's got all these lines where God, he maybe. almost looks still like a mummy. A mummy, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know you're like, what the fuck? Like it's kind of yeah. kind of trippy. Yeah. But they, I did read that the only time you ever see him bandaged up like that and all that is in that initial scene mm-hmm. in that very beginning of the movie. I never thought about it too. It's kind of it's weird, right? It's like. Almost like what Reservoir Dogs, right? It's like everyone yeah. always talks about the ear scene, but you don't see him. You don't see him cut off <laughs> the know? ear. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely that. Again, like I said too, with Dracula, it's the same thing where it's like, I was like, this, I don't think he ever shows fangs or even bites anybody. In but that, I mean, God, like, you one. get, you know, 1931, you get Dracula. 32, you get Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. 33, you get The Mummy. It's like, man, what a fucking awesome time to, like, just go to the theater. Oh, my gosh. Know, yeah. And just see these fucking you know creatures you know out. nowadays it's it's in vogue right double a to be a horror fan or whatever can you imagine uh, being is. a horror fan at that time no you're the first kid that's like did you guys go see dracula like that <laughs> yeah. was freaking awesome you know what i mean that's what i'm saying if you saw bella lugosi probably at that time you're probably shitting your pants like, oh, oh yeah she's gonna bite my neck you're probably like <laughs> and not even that i got i would say you get way more scared later on when you see <laughs> Boris Karloff as the, as the mummy because yeah. he looked terrifying in those scenes. That shit would have gave me nightmares. <laughs> yeah. um, but where do you want to go next, Double A? Where do you want to go with Boris or do you want to go? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the let's next do the first. Be, I guess the next two would be Boris if we do the next. Two. Yeah, let's do let's do uh, let's do the first Frankenstein. Okay, first Frankenstein, man, based on Mary Shelley's mm-hmm. groundbreaking novel. So number one, that you get, you know, a female author, right? Writes one of the all-time great classics. Uh, now I'm going to tell you because I read the book mm-hmm. that this is way better. Okay. Okay. So I read it when I was in school. Uh, it's completely different. The monster seems a lot smarter in the book. Um, oh, but I prefer the movie over the book. Okay, so it's. I think for me, it's one of those where the movie's better. Yeah. So, uh, but nothing taken away from Mary Shelley. I mean, obviously, she wrote. You know, a lot of people consider this the first zombie movie. Yeah. You know, a okay. Dead corpse being brought back Re-animated. to life. Reanimated. Reanimated. Yeah. You know? But I mean, look at that. Yeah. Uh, that's a great image, and I mean, uh, you got and again, double like A. CM said, uh, you know. Double A. Where do these the covers you're showing? Where these are the uh, Best Buy editions or. These I got these at Walmart, and okay. they're supposedly glow in the dark. Oh, nice! So, I love how the colors match. It's like the green is for yeah. Is it the green yeah. on the Frankenstein? And, green on know, the creature. Red, though, red for, for Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, they gave the bright orange, which still looks cool because it's like Halloween. Yeah, Wolfman's got red also. Yeah. Um, uh, what you think of Frankenstein, uh, CM? I mean, very interesting story. Uh, yeah. This might be probably, ooh, maybe in the number. Th- for, I don't know where did you rank this story for me kind of like a scientist that wants to create life wants to be God essentially yeah so I like love that story like I okay. love I love okay. all that I love that you know um the body I mean the what a grave robber yeah you know? it's essentially like the like I want to cheat death you know yeah. what I mean yeah. so you know um ambitious you Very. know Dr. Frankenstein yeah. Victor Frankenstein and figures out a way to create life yeah and is determined to make this happen mm-hmm. so you know there's there's I guess some sacrilege in there or whatever you big know what time I mean? can you imagine you know? the people watching sure. it again yeah in sure. the 30s yeah you know like God-fearing yeah. people here right you know like yeah big oh time. my god 
he, he's trying to be uh, God. Yeah. Like, you know? like true, oh my God. You know, you know, what else could you, how much worse could it be? The get? mad scientist, right? Yes. Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. The mad scientist. Yeah. The black hair and, and uh, you know, just that those iconic, again, those scenes, like you said, you know, when he gets it done. Um, but what, this what is, do you think people are thinking of when they're like digging up graves? For, oh, yeah. I mean, the know? whole thing is already like, this guy is <laughs> the bad guy. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's, you know, doing like, He's already like, in a way, mad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's yeah. like, you you start to go against what the norm is or whatever uh, of very, like, thinking, especially you know at I mean? this time. You yeah, know? and especially in that manner, it's not like Oof. oh, bring back somebody that just passed no. passed away. It's like let me go do this or whatever. You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's definitely out there, you know, in in the batshit crazy realm. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, you know, Victor Frankenstein. But uh, man, for the movie though, Double A, I think you know what seals the scenes is definitely you know again Boris Karloff's performance as oh, the, as yeah. the monster, um, you know because it's just there is any Frankenstein you've ever seen drawn with that square head, the that green, yeah. yeah, the big wide body, and I think he wore lifts, some type yes. of lifted shoes or whatever. But he was already I think kind of a big mm -hmm. guy, mm -hmm. um, but. Uh, uh, lankier though, I think mm -hmm. lanky. Yeah, very skinny. Yeah, very, very skinny. Very skinny. Yeah. So I don't know if he's wearing like something. He probably is wearing a pro and probably at that time probably a fucking eighty pound suit. I would. Uh, I would yeah. imagine probably. Yeah, but um, I mean that is like when you think of if somebody told you to draw Frankenstein, you would draw that. You one. draw that you know one. What I mean, yeah. yeah. And uh, kind well, of see, this was the same year as Dracula. So oh, nice. Yeah. So, so that might be they went head to head. I wonder Ooh. which one came out first. Yeah, Boris or Bella. Yeah. Golly. Um, what I remember about it. Dibley, is it like it's kind of like where you get like what I said that sympathetic? Oh, creature. for sure. You're yeah, like, because it's a creature yeah. that's not meant to be alive, right? And he kind of knows it and he feels sympathy for this. Yeah, this creature. Yeah, this put together creature. So there's where you get that kind of like mm -hmm. you know, and and then Frankenstein's always portrayed that way, right? Is this tragic kind of? And character. I think that's actually where Jack Kirby and Stanley got the idea for the, for Hulk. the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. And he's yeah. also, I feel like there's. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and him also. And that too, yeah. But uh, yeah. without the, the the madness part, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, because he has an abnormal brain. <laughs> right. Or right. abnormal. Yeah, abnormal. <laughs> yeah. So when that's another thing, too. So, you know, I'm a big young Frankenstein fan. <laughs> yeah. I was looking for a lot of that in this one when I watched it, and I was like, oh, a lot of that's not really in here or whatever, but it's still made for a great story. Of course, the tragic ending. Um, Very tragic. In in is it in this one? Help me remember, double A. In this one, the little girl. It's the yes. first one, right? Yes, yeah. It is. Where that's where you're like, oh, like. But fuck, again, you, you know, just, <laughs> you know, the creature obviously doesn't know, and that's what he is. He's not Frankenstein. He's called the creature. Frankenstein's creature. Right. Uh, you know, everyone. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's very common to call him the Frankenstein. Yeah. It's Frankenstein. The Frankenstein right? monster. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, Frankenstein's the doctor. Well, he's a creature. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. And that's yeah, obviously he doesn't know. I mean, shit. This creature is put up together with parts and a fucking abnormal brain. He doesn't mm -hmm. really know. <laughs> yeah. You know, he. You know, she. She was throwing flower petals like in the pond and it's floating. So he thought the same thing. Well, let me throw her. Throw in there her in show. there. And she'll fucking float too, you know? Yeah. And obviously she doesn't. She doesn't know how to swim. She drowns and she dies, you mm -hmm. know? So, but just the idea of him is like pretty monstrous. You know yeah. I mean? Like, exactly. you know, you're sympathetic up to a point, you know what I mean? And then you're like, oh, okay, now it's like that. Now it's kind of like that old hound dog that you love, but it bit, you know, your kid. And you're yeah. like, well, now 
fuck? You know what I mean? Like, is he is he crazy? Is he gonna bite him again? You know what I mean? Like, you kind of got to do what you. But he's not do. even supposed to be alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It had like kind of like a, and I don't. I'm sure. I wonder when Steinbeck wrote of mice and men, but like the Lenny vibe. You know, ah. this big hulking creature that's mind is not there, yeah. and yeah, you know he he hurts well, he people. Not it because, from, he could have gotten He could have gotten it from the book. Yeah, whoever one may have borrowed from from, yeah. from uh, I'm sure Steinbeck would be later. I think it was it would be Mary Shelley. It would be, first. yeah, for sure. But I'm mean, definitely there's some Frankensteinish vibes. That's there, funny because the original it does have Lon Chaney as as Lenny. Really? Yeah, it's Burgess Meredith and Lon Chaney. No kidding. Yeah, in uh, the how original. interesting. Yeah, how interesting. Um, but yeah, so this one was really good. I liked it. I liked that kind of tragic story. You know what I mean? And I was kind of like, you know, you. You know, you're sympathetic towards the creature, excuse me, and the little girl thing is super that fucked might up. Be the first time, too, right? Where you actually feel sorry for a monster, right? right? And he looks monstrous. He looks yeah. scary. You yeah. know what I mean? You're like, oh, like, but it's kind of like the first time you're kind of like, man, you know, this creature doesn't have to be, yeah, doesn't have to die, you know? Right, right. Uh, and then, you know, too, I mean, like you said, the classic, you know, it's alive, it's alive, it's alive. You know, I mean, great. golly, uh, who uh, plays him, double A? Do you have it on there? See. I want to give him credit because he's fantastic. His it's, name it's is Colin Clive, yes. he plays Henry Frankenstein. Okay, oh, it's not Victor in this one, yeah. it's Henry. Am I getting Victor wrong? Was there, was there ever a Victor? Victor, Victor. I always I thought know. it was Victor maybe in the book, but maybe I'm wrong, but it could way, be, it could be. Still, they always need to change names, yeah, now, so still very great. Still yeah. very great. That, and it even says here, Boris Koloff as the screen's most tragic and iconic monster. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And see, I mean, that's what it was, too, is like kind of the tragedy of all of it where you're like, oh, man, I'm kind of torn. Like, you know, it's not like you just there's a good guy and a bad guy. You know what I mean? And you hate one and you love the other. It's well, not I like mean, that, it's like you, you said, know? you know, he's not even supposed to be alive. So it's kind right. of like, you know, this fucking mad scientist put, you know, this creature together. You know? Yeah. You yeah. know, so it's not his fault with what he does, you know. No, for sure, for sure. Um, where do you where do you put it for you, Dola? Like I said, for me, I probably put it maybe like story wise. I mean, four. that's actually one of my favorite stories. Yes. Uh, see again, see, I'm I'm yeah. a little bit biased because of things like that. Yeah, because I mean, it, out of the ones we talked about, it probably has the best. Well, second best story, probably outside the Invisible Man. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe number three. Okay. You know? Okay. I have it at four. I four, think, in my four, mind. four, four. Yeah. Yes. And, and Dracula five. Yeah. 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 Because I feel like the, the, you know, too, like just the talents people are going to come and, you know, destroy him and all the way all that goes down. You're just like, man, it's like <laughs> super fucked up, you know what I mean? So, um, but let's carry it right into the next one. I think that you can talk about one without talking about the other. So yeah. You get... Which, I mean, it's considered probably the first probably sequel that's probably considered the best sequel better than the first one. And it's, uh, the Bride of Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein with another iconic look right there, you mm -hmm. know. If you ever see that that big beehive hair, you know the 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 uh, take on the Marge Simpson hair with the white streaks, you know what I mean. Yeah. You got the Bride. And of what Frankenstein. a great you know poster that was right there. I huh, see him. Oh yeah, man, definitely, uh, guys. If you're checking us out on YouTube, you can definitely see on the back of these uh, Blu-ray versions that AA has the uh, the original posters are featured on the back, and they they look incredible. Um. I this is my number one, and you know it's, I mean? you know, it's I, Boris Karloff's back. Mm -hmm. Colin Clive is back. Yeah, you know, so it picks up almost exactly where the other one left off with like the windmill, like burning yeah. and things like mm -hmm. that. So you know, what and I mean? her name is Elsa Lanchester. Okay, it's the Bride of Frankenstein. Okay, you know, so yeah, it's just uh, the story is like richer uh, again for me too. For me, a lot of it, like a lot of the things that. I know from young Frankenstein, we're like, oh, this is the origins of that. And I think a lot of people like when there's that, when you kind of connect the dots. 
And so I mean, for me, it, it was that. It's like, know. you know, like I had just saw First Blood like around 2009. Mm-hmm. And so like seeing that movie, I had saw Hot Shot Part 2. Oh my gosh, yeah. So when I saw First, or First Blood 2, uh <laughs> you know i was like oh my god like i like my ass off more because i was like okay that. there it is you know mm-hmm. and i'm probably it's the same for you after seeing brighter frankenstein oh yeah totally you know? <laughs> totally i was 100 there and i was like laughing at all those uh moments um you know but but it's neat to see the origin because you're like oh this is where like it comes from and then it's cool and she's such an iconic figure mm-hmm. her look is so iconic you know yeah but uh, the, the fact that you get a lot of Frankenstein in it too, a lot he, of it. He has yeah. demands now. You know he I mean? has he, demands. I, I want. Yeah, you know, I want a fucking me. Yeah, you're gonna create me a mate. <laughs> you put you together know, a fucking woman here. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But that classic scene with the blind man and the cigar that's in this one. <laughs> yeah. You know, of course, Gene Hackman made it Gene famous in the, in the other one. But but you know, like that scene is kind of tragic because here is mm-hmm. two lonely creatures. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like. You know, in this one, it's very serious. So it plays with those mm-hmm. things, and that makes you. And you it's kind of cool, right? Because they got like a lot of the cast back. So it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. You know, you got Colin Clyde, the Frankenstein, you got Boris Karloff, right? You know, so that's yeah. pretty fucking cool that you're kind of still showing it. You know, yeah. Um, this one is highly rewatchable. I mean, it's. And this was actually kind of made four years later. Great. Okay. This was 1935. So oh, nice. Kind of waited a little while between the first Frankenstein and this one. Right. So. Yeah. 31 to 35. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um but why I do mean, you think this one got a sequel and you know quicker probably than the others? You know what? I don't know. Maybe it was like Carlos performance. Maybe it made more money then. Maybe, maybe so. More, yeah. Yeah, and maybe also too because they never did a universal. Did there was there ever another Dracula, right? I mean, he came out of Dracula again, but I don't think like a Dracula like a, two. Like return of Dracula. Yeah. It's like they kept doing return of return of the creature. Yeah, like, like the creature has like three movies. The Invisible uh, Man has a couple too. I don't know if it's yeah, Claude Rains and all of them, but, but he definitely comes back. Yeah. yeah. And the mummy comes back a bunch, but they were saying that what I read about the mummy is that he's only Imhotep in this one. Ah. And you don't see Imhotep again until the 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 Brandon Fraser ah, version because okay. it becomes a new mummy called Carthus or Carthus. Or <laughs> okay. But anyway, they're like, that's the mummy that like walks around as the mummy or whatever. And they also said that they use scenes from the original mummy, but but it's you know they rename it, they're calling him the other mummy now, the okay, the, the new guy or whatever. So um yeah, but, but yeah, deeper story, much better storytelling, much more of the monster, which is probably what everybody wants yeah. to see, right? And he, the monster speaks, you and know what I mean? So it's, yeah, you're kind of like, oh shit, and there comes that voice. You know what I mean? Too, it, so. It's more of like, like you know, like the Hulk movie. Like the Ang Lee, everybody wants to see Hulk, right? right. We don't get fucking Hulk. And so right. Edward Norton made sure that we got Hulk. Hulk yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what sure. we want to see. We want to see the fucking monster. You know, we don't care about Dr. Frankenstein. No. We want to see the all. fucking monster. Yeah. And, and while that story is, <clears throat> I guess, you know, we're meant to kind of maybe latch onto that story a little bit. Like, oh, here's this doctor that's driven by ambition into mm-hmm. kind of madness. You're kind of like, no, but the, the creature steals you away because it's more yeah. like, man, yeah. this poor thing that exists, it's just not supposed to. And it and it's aware of that is is a very compelling story. It's very compelling. That's always like, where's my place, right? Uh-huh. Kind of like, where? what is my purpose on this planet? And yeah, when you kind of being forced to live something, <laughs> you're, you're like, exactly. what the fuck? Exactly. Well, at least if I'm living, I want to be comfortable. Then make me a fucking mate. Make me there. a mate. Yeah, <laughs> it's natural for him to say like, okay, well, you know, like, uh, you know, to him, he has no God. His God yeah, is his Dr. creator. Dr. Yeah. So now, now I'll go to you and give me Make what me I want. Eve, right? You know? Exactly. And yeah. this is where you get like there. It plays with those heavy 
things. You know what I mean? So you're like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like very like, religious heavy. If you yeah. think about it, yeah. It's supposed to be like a monster flick. Like go get your spook on and get scared, and you're like, oh damn, this is like playing with some like. It's just a good movie on its own. You know. What I, I mean? guess the whole thing is just against all the religion, right? A guy who creates life, it's not supposed to happen. Right. So. Right. And then how about this? When the creation comes to call to say, now you wanted to be a god, now act as a god. And not right? only that, but the creations are bizarros. You know, so yes, yeah. it's not Adam and Eve. It's no. Frankenstein and Brian. Right. So in its own perversity. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're right at the break, guys. Let's take a look at your comments. And then we'll be right back and we'll round out with the last two here. All right, guys. We took some comments from the Friday Night Faithful. Who is you? Uh, and we always enjoy hearing uh, from you guys. And uh, we appreciate your feedback and, and content. Again, uh, Friday Nighter Anthony showed up. Uh, and Friday Nighter uh, Holty Bear in and out of the conversation as well Thank as you, Steve. Yeah. Uh, so we appreciate Steve. that. Steve wants us to do a live show, guys. What do y'all think? Should we do a live show? Tell us when, where, and how we should do it. Uh, help us figure it out. If somebody can help me with the logistics, I'm down to do it. Uh, of course, we do got our friends over at Tandem and El Luchador. Uh, both have an outdoor area, but that'd be that'd be amazing, man. A chance for us to do a live show, Double A. That'd be cool to see Jesse again. Yeah. yeah do a podcast with Jesse. Man. We're was, live here right he now. He was so fucking funny on our episode, Intro Luchador. Oh, yeah. Man, him and Billy. You could have those guys right. pop in and do, you know, bits throughout the show. We had a big show. old debate on Cobra Kai, like, at the very end of the episode. It was fucking Which awesome. actually led to an episode about <laughs> Cobra Kai. Yeah. Uh, but guys, we are talking all things universal monsters tonight. We've gone through the Invisible Man, the Mummy, Dracula, uh, the Invisible Man, the the uh, yeah, the Bride of Frankenstein, and Frankenstein. So I think the only two that we haven't discussed yet, Double A. Which one do you want to hit first? It's up to you. I would say the one there you got on the left, this guy right here. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, they call him the Gill Man. Um, but it is the creature from the Black Lagoon. It's the guy on my shirt right now. Thanks to my lady for letting me borrow her tea that I bought too big on purpose uh, for her. Um, but uh, and I and I said I mentioned it earlier. But my dad loves to watch this one. Like he brings it up during the summer. I notice a lot. I think maybe because it's like you know he wants to go get in a lake or a pool, or <laughs> some water, a body of water when it's hot, as we all do here in South Texas. You know, you know. I want to say he was like a latter day and yeah seeing this from 1954 oh. so he was like kind of like the newest mm -hmm. kind of creature but you know what's time. funny he gets incorporated with them he does he get is incorporated. considered yeah one, oh yeah one no of, no he yeah. is but he's a later addition mm -hmm. to the because all the movies that we talked about happened in the 30s this right. happened in 1954 right uh they were probably thinking shit we don't have a sea creature yeah <laughs> let's make one yeah. up and you know yeah. what I, so I love this one, Double A. Oh, yeah. Easily yeah. one of the most visually striking. Big But what it does lack is the names that we've mentioned. The Lon Chaney's, the Boris Karloff's, the Bella Lugosi's, you know, Claude Rains. Mm -hmm. what, what do you think about it in terms of star power? Obviously, it's still a compelling story, and it's a fantastic-looking creature with some amazingly done shots. The very first time I watched this, the first thing I went and did was looked up how did they do the underwater stuff. Because I was like, that's pretty cool. It is cool. For that time. It is. Uh, I loved it. Um, I really didn't mind that it was a no-name. I mm -hmm. really believe that you probably had to get like a, a swimmer right. to do these parts. Yeah. Uh, but the female is very attractive. Oh, gorgeous. Uh, the character's name is Kay Julia Adams. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was like, yeah, I'd probably be like the creature too and try to steal her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Uh, 
you know, he's supposed to be like a, this ancient kind of creature from like mm-hmm. when the Earth was born. Yes. You know? I mean, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, Very it, cool. It's, it's a fucking scary gill man, you know? It's and the a, Black Lagoon is, where are they at? Did they kind uh, of say, let me see, is, where it, are they at? is it, I want to say that it was. In that depths of the Amazon. It the says. Amazon jungle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, it's so just, Amazon is South America. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, but how scary, right? Now you got oh, an yeah. underwater threat, you know, it's like, holy shit. This was before, way before Jaws. Uh-huh. That was kind of like, holy shit. I don't want to swim in the ocean now. You yeah. Know? <laughs> there might be a fucking creature, a fucking six foot creature trying to get me. <laughs> how about that first scene of seeing him underwater? And it's like, it looks like the mouth is hollow. And it like, is. Like, and what's what scary is because is it's like... in black and white. So like yeah. the lagoon looks black yes <laughs> yeah so that's what's fucking scary first off too i mean it's kind of like holy shit yeah no and, one can see him yeah right <clears throat> you know and he has this awkward style of swimming you know what I mean? Where he's kind of like waving yeah. his hands in front of him yeah. but it's cool because it's creature like you know what I mean? and yeah. you're like all right and um he doesn't speak no you know what i mean no, so there's no speaking not speak. from him, no you know speaking I mean? and he's just like it's um, all visual yeah he's just kind of like a, a a badass you know what i mean I think I read that it is uh, the guy that was the stunt swimmer is who they is. In is the it suit. Richard Carlson? I'm not sure if that uh, is it who looks it is. Like that's what yeah, it, is, it may so. be who it is. Um, and I believe that they said they built the underwater thing. They built it all okay. so that they could film underwater. Uh, if I read that correctly, um, I thought it was awesome, man. Like I said, I love the story. That actually might be my, my probably my number two story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it's just it's scary. It's freaky. Yeah. Oh yeah. You it know? Is that threat from underwater yeah and you don't know where they're and they're trying to like lure him like they want to like get him because yeah the one guy wants to capture him right he's like no we've got to capture him or whatever it's like the biggest thing you can ever find right like wow an actual prehistoric monster yeah you know and the other ones are like let's get out of here right like let's leave him alone and like let's just get out of here i would i'd be like let's fucking turn back and pretend we never saw this monster i'm like look number one you ain't gonna catch something like that if it's existed all this time and it is avoided yeah. man it's like you're in its territory it's <laughs> yeah. which is in itself is scary and i believe a lot of other movies have kind of played with that concept course, you know what yeah. i mean it's like it's been used over and over again uh but i really feel like this probably is maybe one of the first you know what i mean oh, it has to have been the creature is extremely creepy underwater yeah. you know what i mean but it it's it can walk it on can, land it can walk on land for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. Uh, it's super fast. It's super strong. Strong, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's kind of like this perfect creature, mm-hmm. this perfect underwater creature. And shit, we can't breathe underwater. So that's what's fucking scary too. Yeah, exactly. Shit, if this guy grabs us and drags all you down. The way down there, you're fucked. You're fucked. You know what I mean? So we don't have gills. Nope. Uh, <laughs> unless you're Kevin Costner. Unless you're Kevin Costner in, in that in that movie. <laughs> But uh, it's super fun. Uh, I like it. I like that my dad likes to rewatch it. How would you have thought it? seeing it after the 30s and, you know, kind of a little new monster and then you get this creature from the Black Lagoon. How Man, can you imagine the audiences then in the 50s? Well, yeah. Watching I mean, this monster. You know, you yeah. might have thought before, like, oh, I'm going to avoid, you know, uh, Transylvania or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is, you know, Europe, because that's yeah. where all these creatures that's are. All these but creatures then you're are. like, wow, this thing's in the water and it can be like, you know, your local swimming hole or whatever. I'm like, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot of San Antonio, you know, when you go to water here, it's like you're going to like a river or a lake. Yeah, you are. It ain't no shit you can see the bottom of. I'm like, Medina this Lake, like Lake. creepy guys hanging out down there. I'm like, fuck that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. I mean, he doesn't want us, though. He probably wants our wives. You know what I mean? So. 
<laughs> but um, so obviously, uh, yeah, obviously beloved. Uh, it is. I mean, I've probably seen more of the creature, probably more than the mummy, more than Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. You know, the creature has actually come up a lot. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the shape of water. Maybe that helped too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think but so. the creature, I mean, and it has a really, if you get this on Blu-ray, it has a really great 3D version too. Oh, nice. Like if you have a really great 3D TV, mm-hmm. it looks fucking amazing. My brother Will has one. I've seen it a little bit on his 3D TV. Yeah. It looks fucking amazing. Oh, cool. I would love to see that. For, just especially the swimming parts. Especially you know I mean? for a 1950s movie. I mean, man, it looks amazing. The 3D yeah. looks great. So, so um, this is another one of the characters. Again, I want to mention that it got incorporated in the Monster Squad. I only bring it up because... <laughs> yeah, that's right. I bring it up because that is a really great-looking version of the creature yeah. from the Black Lagoon. It looks fucking scary. They gave it scary teeth, and it looked the costume looked great. Um, and I think they said, like, like uh, I heard this in one of our, our either one of our friends' podcasts, either it was uh, Lucky and Joe Now Watch This or, or Jerry D, where he guessed it on, the, in, on another 80s podcast. But... Um, they didn't want there to be no zippers or whatever showing, so they kind of sewed the guy into the suit right. or whatever. Man, so, nice. Uh, in the Monster Squad, at least. But um, that version looked great. Then you get Hellboy, right? And they uh, have Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien is essentially like the creature from the Black Lagoon, you know? It's voiced by uh, David Hyde Pierce, whatever, but the body is uh, Doug, Jones. Doug Jones, who we're both a big fan of. And then, you know, Guillermo del Toro, who did uh, Hellboy 1 and 2, Decides to make you know best picture winner you know the fantastic shape of water, uh, which this is the difference between that creature and Abe Sapien and and then your your Monster Squad version. The Monster Squad version looks scary like a monster, but you know Abe Sapien and then even go one step further with uh uh you know I forget what they call him in uh in the shape of water they have a name for because I have his figure uh, he's eating the eggs, <laughs> but uh, he looks you know great. He's not like he's not scary looking he's kind of handsome-ish or whatever but he's still you know it's essentially the creature from the black lagoon and and uh it's awesome and do you love shape of water uh yeah it's yeah it's pretty i love that movie i mean like i I do believe i own a copy but i i I absolutely adored it i saw it in theaters with my girlfriend oh we were were house sitting in bernie uh for for Ah, aaron Aaron b's uh, i remember that day yeah yeah, we decided to go to the palladium that's what's out there that's right yeah and you told me we that's when we kind of like learned that we both love like creature features we were like oh if it has a monster in it we'll both probably gonna like it yeah so yeah we went inside and we were like that movie was fantastic <laughs> and when it was up for best picture we were like we we're rooting for that one all the way and we were like you know it was guillermo too so it was like awesome it's a great story but you're like man all of that comes from and i was gonna tell you so when i first saw it i was blown away and for some reason i don't know why turner classic actually showed all three of them Okay, all three of the movies. Creatures in Black Lagoon Return, and then I I forget the name of the movies and, and okay. such. But I was so invested with the first one, I mm-hmm. wanted to see what happens. Yeah, all the way to the end. So it actually had it showed part one, part two, part three, and they do end up capturing him, mm-hmm. and they ended up making him like kind of like a, a a human breather. They make him a breather, really, but. They capture him, but like he misses the sea so much that it's kind of it's kind of like a, a kind of sad ending. Uh, he misses the sea so much he breaks out. He walks into the beach and he goes into the ocean and 
he's going to die. He's going to end up drowning. Yeah, because he's a human uh, breathes like us. Yeah, he doesn't have the gills anymore. So that's kind of what happens to the the creature at the end. See, that's horrible. Yeah, and I was kind of like, oh, wow. You know, like, you're so scared of this creature, but at the end of the part three, you feel so sorry for him. Yeah. That he wants to just go back. That's all he wants to do is just go back to the ocean. And he doesn't even care if he dies. He just goes in there and just... Because he wants to be in the ocean. He's That's not a fucking cool. human dweller, you know? He's yeah. not a fucking land monster. <laughs> yeah. I want to see those now. The, yeah, the so it's pretty cool. So, I mean, that was probably the first time I actually saw a sequel to any of these was the Creature sequels. Okay. Because I love the sequel, the Creature from the Black Lagoon, so much. I wanted to see what happens to him. Yeah. So I think even in that first one, it's kind of like he's more like defending his territory. He's not really out for well, anything, you know. Well, well the girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. because he does he get her seen, to his cave. Yeah, <laughs> he hasn't seen any, any women around, so he's doing his thing there. Okay, well, you know, he's not 100%. But still, it's right. a really just, man, the Creature just on his own, he's just a really badass character. He looks great. He yes. looks scary. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've kind of seen versions like CM said, Shape of Water, but we've also seen it like in Masters of the Universe. Mm-hmm. Merman. Merman. Right? You know? yeah. so, I mean, we've seen these kind of sea creatures all kind of develop because <laughs> of the creature. Yeah. You know, I mean, how scary is it that you get this creature that can, you know, it's like man, but fish, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the Sasquatch, right? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like, you know, so, I mean, it's pretty fucking cool, this yeah. story. We always talk, too, like, about, like, aliens and things like that. And yeah. we're like, well, the, there's waters here that we can't yeah. get into. And, and, and they're so deep that, you know, and they, they always say there's creatures, weird mm-hmm. creatures that live deep down, you know? So. Absolutely. And that costume looked great, you know what I mean? So that it made it more man, imposing yeah. and intimidating. I mean, all the effects from these movies that we've talked about, man, they're pretty high-quality effects. Yeah. And practical, know? too, because there's no CGI, so they had to there's no CGI, stuff, you know, man. The for suit, real, yeah. The suit looks great. The Frankenstein monster looks great. The mummy looks great. Yeah. Uh, you know the the Invisible Man. I mean, golly, that yeah. was just blown away by that, those special effects. You know, very cool, very cool. I don't know if you guys remember. I don't know if you remember Double A, but for a while there was this like popular meme that was going around, and it was of that scene where the creatures like smashing everything on the ship, and the meme is like, "Fuck this, fuck that," fuck that. <laughs> and he's like, "It's like when he's like breaking all the stuff or whatever." You know what I mean? But. Uh, that's always great, you know. You get to see uh, again the, the origins of that. If you didn't know, you go watch the creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, again, like I said, so fun. We love to revisit it. Probably the first sea monster, like I said. Yeah, you know, before Jaws, way before Jaws. Yeah. yeah, but you were already afraid to go in the water. So that, <laughs> that guy would definitely keep you keep you out of there. The 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 plush version I have is way too cute for the, <laughs> the real creature or whatever. You know what I mean? But I, I highly suggest that one, the creature from the Black, Black Lagoon. It's hard to rank. It low because it's not it's bad. Really good. It's really good. It you know really, I mean? really is good. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Um, but all right, double it without further ado, last but certainly not least, maybe uh, the most popular monster. Where do you rank it? This has always been my favorite. Okay, always. This is my number two. The story has always been my favorite. Lon yeah. Chaney has always been my favorite. Yeah, you know, Bella Lugosi comes out in mm-hmm. this movie, Claude Rains comes, comes out. out. I mean, it's yeah. like a monster man. Monster Mash. All they needed was Boris Karloff yeah. in this movie. You yeah. Know? But yeah, the movie we're talking about, The Wolfman. Wolf you know, golly. I mean, again, probably the most popular Universal Monster. The mm-hmm. effects on this one. Yeah. The transformation. I mean, the cast. Like I said, it's Claude Rains. It's Lon Chaney. It's Bela Lugosi. I mean, golly. Yeah. You're surrounded by the 
best of the best of the Universal Monsters, you know, supporting this one. Yeah, so Claude Rains plays the father to Lon Chaney's... Uh, Lawrence Talbot. Uh, yeah, Lawrence Talbot, Larry Talbot. Uh, and he's... Uh, I, I forget what his first name was. They call him Sir Talbot. Uh, it's but, Larry. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and Claude Rains is the dad. Uh, Bella Lugosi plays a character called Bella. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I love what uh, Claude Rains says as the dad. He says... Uh, uh they're working he's kind of like a scientist in a way because he's got like an astrology thing going on and uh he asks uh, uh well his son comes back because her other son dies in mm -hmm. a hunting accident mm -hmm. and uh he's there oh larry lon cheney's there and he's helping him with the with the thing and he says are you into astrology the dad asks him and he's like no nah, not really you know i'm i'm like a layman or whatever and he goes well he tells him all, all men are laymen's when it comes to the heavens. He goes, there's only one professional. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, your kind of classic tale here, right? So, I mean, like, you know. The classic werewolf tale, everything in the full moon, the bit, mm -hmm. bit by another the wolf. Bit, the you pentagram. Know, you, yeah, the you know, pentagram on the head. The, pentagram. the silver. The silver. Know, mm -hmm. um, the howling, the transformation, the iconic. You, oh, every time there's a wolf movie, you have to have that iconic you gotta talk transformation. About the transformation. You yeah. have to. Yeah. And this one kind of like started the whole thing. I mean, golly, what a badass transformation. You start seeing him get the hair. Yeah. The body gets bigger. The feet. The scene with the legs. Yeah. You kind of see him when he first yeah. changes. It's cool. My favorite story, you know, 1941, again, kind of a late bloomer. Mm -hmm. You know, after all the 30s movies, you yeah. know, they have to introduce a wolf man. And again, it's Lon Chaney Jr. Such big shoes to fill from his father. Yeah. You know, who did so many iconic roles. But also, um, uh, you know, Lon Chaney was, uh, uh, was a big guy, right? He's he was a very like big 6 guy. 6'3", 225, yes. I yes. read. Because I was looking at that, and I was like, damn, he looks kind of like bigger than the other actors or whatever, you know? He so is. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, like a big wolf man. You know big I mean? wolf man, yeah. Um, but, but what I was going to say was another of your kind of tragic in a way. You know, Very like you tragic. Don't, you don't hate the wolf man. You don't. You know, you know I mean? because, I mean, he got big and, you know, it's not his fault that he gets, you know, he transforms every time there's a full moon. Well, here he comes, right? He comes to town mm -hmm. to see his dad because his brother died. Yeah. And he's like, hey, well, you, now you're the next and in line to take over the family mm -hmm. business, which whatever. is a huge business. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm here. They're rich because you see their house. It's mm -hmm. fucking amazing. Um, and he's like, all right. And he spots a girl and he wants to go talk to and her. And he does. He goes after yeah. her pretty well. Yeah, he, goes, he goes after her pretty good. And uh, very attractive, too. Beautiful girl. Name. Yeah. She's very beautiful. That blonde. Um, say. But she's engaged. And uh, they decide to go get their fortune told. Is you know just have a fun night out. It's like a like what like kind of like a carnival or something like kind of like and some gypsies have come to gypsies, town and so yeah. they decide to go like okay we'll go check them out the fortune tellers and he wants to go out with her alone. She hasn't told him she's engaged yet yeah. I don't think. Uh, and she invites a friend like a third wheel or whatever. But then she does tell him she's engaged and he's like okay well you know we're just hanging out anyway. It's not like a big deal. He's new in town or whatever. Yeah. So well on that night and he's already been hearing this story about. The wolf and the mm -hmm, wolf's mane. Mm -hmm. When the wolf's mane blooms, yeah, yeah. you know, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I actually looked that up. That's like a real flower mm -hmm, or whatever mm -hmm. he said. Uh, but uh, yeah, and he buys a cane from her, which is like got a silver top. Just to kind of meet her. Yeah. Yeah, just to kind of meet her or whatever. Like I said, in those scenes I'm seeing him, I'm like, oh man, damn, he looks like a big, big ass dude. Yes, like, you yeah. know, he's, he's like a big guy. Um, I thought he acted it so well. Oh, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, when he, when, you know, like, again, he's just, like, been in town, like, maybe, like, a few days, and then, like, this thing happens where he goes to get the fortune told with the girl. 
her friend fucking gets attacked. Well, the pentagram shows up on his hand too. Mm-hmm. And that really concerns the gypsies a lot. Right, right, you know? right. And then the friend, uh, the, the girl he meets, her friend gets attacked mm-hmm. by something and he goes to try to help her. Uh, he ends up clubbing the thing to death. With the silver king. Yeah, and then, he, you know, the next day he wakes up in bed or whatever because he gets bit. Yeah, he gets bit. And he's like, oh, there was a wolf attacking her and I, I stopped it or whatever. And they're like, well, we found a man bludgeoned or whatever. And he's like, And it's what? Bella. It's Bella Lugosi. Yeah, Bella Lugosi is who plays uh, that gypsy or whatever. Uh, so it's just um, that is like the start of like a decline because – now everyone's kind of telling him he's crazy or whatever. And, and he's kind of like, man. Yeah, like, because he's fuck, like, you know? it was a wolf. Uh-huh. It was not a man. It mm-hmm. was a fucking wolf, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's like, look, the hand bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he even tries to show him, like, well, and later he tries to show him the bite, but it's already gone. Yeah, it's gone because he healed. healed because now he's a wolf man. Yeah. So, like, I wrote some of that stuff down here. Like, I wrote, um, you know, Bella Lugosi is Bella, obviously, like we said. Uh but what did you think, Double A? Like when he encounters Bella Lugosi, when he's attacking the girl, when he's in the wolf form, it seemed they didn't really show him that much, but he seemed more like a wolf wolf than like a, a wolf man. Because I, I wonder if, you know, he was already so much as a wolf. Advanced. He advanced. Because yeah. that's what I love about Jack Nicholson's wolf mm-hmm. is that it shows him just turning all the way into a wolf. Right. You know, all the way. Yeah. You know, so maybe Bella was already going to be losing pretty much everything by this point. When we see Lon Chaney, he's barely a wolf man. A wolf man, you know? yeah. So, yeah. Which to me seems like the more deadly version. Like oh, the, for when sure. you're walking on two legs. So you got to imagine the strength is there mm-hmm. way more, you know? And so it's kind of like, golly, you know? It's scarier. It's a six-foot-something monster. Yeah. <laughs> a wolf monster that can eat you and, you know, totally. throw you all around, you know? Totally, man. And then the way, uh, you know, he, he, like you said, his feet change and he's still got clothes on but it, like that kind of adds to making it like look cool like a wolf man you know um obviously they use this later like the michael jackson one you know, it's like a famous one and and uh you know of course the transformation scene becomes you know well known sometimes they did it differently american werewolf it's kind of yeah. like a full kind of like a full but a big wolf a full like a, wolf a man-sized wolf but you know but a wolf yeah yeah i like kind of like you know the whole werewolf like walks on two legs kind of like you yeah. know because uh, it's it's not normal right it's scary yes you know yeah and mo- moves like that moves almost yeah. like a man but is a big hulking yeah. wolf you know i always kind of dug the lichens from underworld yeah. you know what I mean? they're yeah. pretty cool mm-hmm. uh i'm trying to think of another uh good looking there's a howling i mean there's like that. you know several bullet yeah uh I know we did a whole episode. Dog of soldiers, last, they're really yeah. tall. They're really big wolves in dog soldiers. Uh, Do you think that people's love and infatuation with werewolves kind of comes from it has to. the Wolfman? It has you know? to because this movie is always still considered one of the top wolf yeah. movies. Yeah, always. definitely. Like it's always. a must see if you're like a werewolf And then, guy. you know, it helps you that Lon Chaney did the role for so long. I mean, he did this role for many, many movies. It got a lot of sequels. It got a lot of sequels. Okay. And he's always, he was always the Wolfman. So. That's awesome. See, yeah. So he stuck with the role. Yeah. And I'm going to keep continue to yeah. do this. Yeah. So, this I mean, role. that helps too. I mean, I can't think of another one that's more identified with the Wolfman and Lon Chaney. Yeah, and Lon Chaney Jr. played some of the other iconic characters too. Later he on, he right? has played uh, Frankenstein, Frankenstein too. Right? Yeah. yeah, for Universal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because okay. I think Universal were the only ones that were being able to make those yeah. kind of movies. That's kind of cool, you know, because I mean, like, like he has a size. You know what I mean? To definitely, he does have a size. You know, yeah. I, I had to look it up because I remember realizing when I was watching it, I was like, 
like he looks like so much bigger than everybody else and whatever <laughs> but again a tragic story because he doesn't want to be that you know what I mean? and, and then at and, the end of this movie too you know spoiler alert, he does die mm-hmm. you know he transforms and they all kind of see that he was a wolf yeah you know obviously he doesn't die uh, but right. in this movie, you think that he's dead, you know? Yeah. So it's and he like, kills. He kills a couple of times, too. So it's like does. as the wolf, and it's kind of like you wake up, and you're like, damn, I didn't want to do these things yeah. or whatever. But, you know, it's happened already, and I'm... He can't control it. He can't right. He can't just, like, stop the transformation. You know, right. it happens. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like we've seen in later movies where they're like, you know, lock me up, chain yeah. me up, you know, yeah. whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, you know, because you're trying to prevent that from happening. You know what I mean? Uh, even you don't want to be this monster. You yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly, man. Um, I love this one. Um, I guess I would, like I said, it would be my number two. Cause this I would is always my number one. Bride and then this one. This is always my number one, so, always. So I love it, man. Um, it's, a, it's a great rewatch. I, I've not seen any of the sequels. I'd like to watch them. You know what I mean? He comes yeah. out with so many of them. You know, okay. Invisible Man meets Frankenstein, you know, meets yeah. Dracula. Yeah. You know, so. And obviously the Abbey and Costello meets Frankenstein. That's a classic. And they make the Wolfman as well, right? And, yeah, he is it's the, the Wolfman. Wolfman you know, so and he cool. comes back as Larry Talbot. It's always Larry Talbot. Oh, nice. So. Very cool, man. And he played that so well too. I thought his acting was really well. Oh, but he yeah. was like, you know, he even says at one point, he's like, why does everyone keep telling me like I'm hallucinating or whatever? Like, <laughs> I know what I saw. And I'm I just feel for him because I'm like, man, this guy barely got to town. I know. And like all this <laughs> Now, Double how did you feel about the uh, the Benicio version? Like, you know, I actually liked it. And uh, there's this really cool scene where he's kind of like chained up and all these scientists are kind of trying to like, I guess, study him. And mm-hmm. he breaks out. It's a full moon. And then he just massacres the fuck out of Yeah, he does. Yeah, but I the twist, though, scene. is what, obviously with the father. They kind of right. change that where the father's yeah. a wolf. Yes. You know, that doesn't happen. You know, it's not Claude Rains. Claude Rains doesn't have anything to do with him. No. A wolf. Right. You know, right. It's kind of like it's a genetic or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. And what's neat is in that town, in, in the original Wolfman, it's like everyone's kind of aware of like werewolves. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, but it's kind of like system, like a myth, <laughs> you know, like a legend. Like, you know, there, <clears throat> there ain't no really. Because he even asked at one point the doctor, like, do you believe in this? And they're like, well, they kind of keep telling him, like, a man can believe anything in his mind. So you can almost get the impression at some points in the movie, like, are you meant to think that this is just what he's imagining? Or is he really, you know, but, but you know, when you see the transformation, then you know, no, it's, oh, yeah. it's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's pretty cool. Um, I like the Benicio version, too, whatever. It's pretty it good, good, whatever. Yeah. Like you said, other incarnations kind of like Jack Nicholson and Wolf. It's kind of like that. You know I mean, I mean like, you know, when you're the first... You- Everyone's always going to borrow from. Oh the yeah, oldies, yeah, you know? definitely. You might throw in new things here and there, but you're always going to get something from the origin story. Mm-hmm. You know? so. I've talked to you about the the old show. I told you I used to like you know call werewolf, werewolf. simply, and yeah. it's it which I've a, seen more on Twitter. It's funny. Yeah, <laughs> and it needs a remake. And those people that you invite, you showed me a group that just talks about that, and yeah. everyone says the same thing. They're like, man, we would love for it to a either be released, re-release, like you know, do a re-scrub of it because it's so badass not out there doesn't exist or you know a remake or something like that whatever but nothing so there's like nothing but it was a really cool show uh man i think i told you it had a was it chuck connors that's right yeah, chuck yes connors. Yeah, chuck he, connors he the rifleman the rifleman yeah anyway, so. uh, but yeah me and my dad used to watch that it was kind of at that time when it felt like that's crazy it was a lot of horror yeah, shows like yeah. even freddie had like a like a show that's right, he did you know, like yes. he, he'd introduce and, and friday the 13th had mm-hmm. one too even though it wasn't jason yeah yeah, yeah and like tales yeah. from the dark side was tales on the TV dark side. and yeah. so a lot of cool stuff whatever but yeah man i definitely love the wolfman uh you know it was so crazy the order that i watched these universal monsters in uh movies in 
and in the order that I liked them. It was almost <laughs> like they got better as I went along. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, and again, I never would have thought that I was like, wow, the Bride of Frankenstein was my favorite one. And I was like, that's the one again, I Again, it's most. always considered probably the first sequel that was actually considered better than the first. You yeah. Know? So so if I had to run them down real quick, if, if, if my mind is thinking correctly, whatever, it would be definitely Bride of Frankenstein, The Wolfman. It's kind of Dracula for like sentimental reasons mainly. Uh, Dracula... Frankenstein. Um, then I would probably put uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, the Invisible Man, and then the Mummy. Okay, you know what I mean. And again, the ones that are at the end is not because they're bad. It's just because there's other ones above them or whatever. You know what I mean. And again, like I said, they have sometimes sentimental reasons. You know, like I said, I watched the creature with my dad quite a bit. Uh, my girlfriend likes that one too. For some reason, a lot of people like that one, like the creature from the yeah. Black Lagoon. Like, yeah, I've noticed that. Uh-huh. I've noticed that more and more as the years are going on. A lot of people love that. Maybe it's because of the thrill of the like, ocean. Yeah, know? or like you said, Shape of Water. Maybe it brought popularity. Maybe that to too. It. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Double A? Run it down to me. Wolfman for sure. Okay. The Invisible Man, the creature, Frankenstein, Bride. Dracula and the mummy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, to, and I, it's funny because, like, you know, I really love the creatures, mm-hmm. honestly. So that's yeah. like my number one, two, and three. No, Those no. Are, yeah. yeah. That's a good, a, a definitely a good lineup. It's funny. We both have the mummy at the end without it realizing it's it's not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's a great movie. And like I said, it has Boris Karloff. So you mm-hmm. can't, you can never go wrong with Boris Karloff. So. Yeah. And I then mean, again, uh, too. Icon of horror that sometimes people forget about, you know. Mm-hmm but definitely an icon. I think I had told this during another episode, but like Tarantino talks about there being this album where like Boris Karloff would, it's a, it's like a record you can get. And Boris Karloff pretty much reads about like who each monster is or whatever. And then it plays clips from the movies or whatever, but it was like a record that you could get and you could kind of like get a little bit educated about it. I think he talks about it on one of the <clears throat> history of horrors. With Eli okay. Roth, I think. All right. But he talks about that album. And I remember you, you can go on YouTube and you can hear some of the clips <laughs> and it's pretty neat or whatever. You know what I mean? Like him introducing them, you know, nice. like, you know, it's, 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 it's pretty cool. But um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? We wrap up this block then we go yeah. in and do the, yeah. do the closings, read any comments yeah. that might be out there and finish it up. Uh, all right, guys, we've been talking all things, universal monsters. Um, I mean that's it right there. All the all the top number ones right there. So uh, you heard our order and our rankings. Yeah. What's your order? Yeah. What's your order? What's your ranking? Even if you don't have a, all of them or haven't seen them all, what's your top one or two? Or your what's your favorite three? monsters? Yeah. Yeah. Just your favorite. They all orig- originate from these. So. Yeah, guys. It's Halloween season. It's spooky season. It's it's the time. It's October. So uh, that's why we're talking monsters for sure. We we love them. So uh, we'll take this last little brief. Uh, blip and then we'll read some comments then we'll be right back and we'll leave the comments up until the end all right guys thanks for uh hanging out and sitting through our little brief uh segment there we know we read some comments uh as always we invite you if you're ever free or available on a friday night come join us on facebook live where we go live every friday night we try to go live every friday night sometimes it's a thursday uh we've yet to do it like on a saturday that'd be might be weird but uh, i don't think we can do it on a saturday. Yeah, we, we do i don't it, think our wives will let us yeah do. i was gonna say we either do it on a wednesday or, yeah. or a thursday it's monday through friday it's fine Saturday and Sunday, yeah, I think, is Saturday, totally that, off limits. <laughs> so, uh, well, who knows? I mean, you know, you never know what the future may hold. Early in the morning, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, uh, right now it's Friday night and it's <laughs> and it's live, and so we're here and we're talking with you guys. We appreciate when you come in and and, and add your comments to the conversation. Um, 
which has been some great ones tonight regarding the Universal Monsters. Yeah, we have a lot of people that love the Universal Monsters. Yeah, hard not to love them, right? You know what I mean? Like, I'm a big fan of the monster cereal, yeah. you know what I mean? Which is obviously <laughs> yeah. based, yeah. you know, the, the the origins come from that, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, Count Chocula and Dracula, <laughs> yeah. Frankenberry and Frankenstein, yeah. and uh, except for Booberry, you know what I mean? There's not really like a ghost one, but, you know, you've got before there was yummy mummy and the mummy and fruit brute and and obviously the fruit brute is is the wolf man um they never got a creature when they should make a creature that's weird right yeah it's all visually striking mm -hmm. i'm sure they would do they would do one and they could make the cereal like aqua yeah. or something like that yeah, right you know i mean but yeah i'm sure it'll come along we'll see it from general mills eventually but uh yeah man i love these movies i'm so happy that i watched them you know what i mean and i watched them with uh, my girl, you know what I mean? You know, with Jess. That's awesome. Cool. I know ago. Jess loves the horror stuff. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, and especially like black and white stuff. Yeah. It's like combining her kind yeah. of two loves. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're great and they're short. I remember, I remember saying that. I know, that's like what's great about comment. it. Like 90 minutes, boom. Yeah. <laughs> and you get a lot. You get a lot of you like do. story. Like you, you get, get the a lot story, of. Uh, yeah. They don't waste time. No. They give you everything they need to. You like know, I said, so. with the Invisible Man, it's like he's already invisible. Like yeah. they don't waste time on like this, like yeah. seeing him in the lab and it goes yeah. wrong or whatever. You know what I mean? And like yeah. the ones that do do it, it's like it's a good build. You know, mm -hmm. like with the Frankenstein one, like it's it doesn't, it's fine or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Dracula comes out right away. Even the Wolfman, it's like he's pretty quickly become. He gets big yeah, he pretty does. quick. He does. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you get to see some wolf. Like you know, they don't they don't cheat you. You know what I mean? The yeah. mummy is the mummy right away. Yeah. So. Um, what has we got in here? Uh, Aaron came back from his game. He says Spurs won. Yeah, that's awesome. Good. We've been on as long as the Spurs game. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for us. <laughs> uh, Rizzo says, I think I was introduced to him with Abbott and Casella Me Frankenstein. I mean, that very is nice. so great. That's just a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. My mom and dad, again, they love those. And he uh, commented again. He goes, that was like the first Avengers movie. I mean, <laughs> it's cool. Because, Team up. Yeah, because you have the Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein. And at the very end, you have the Invisible Man. So that's that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, you know? totally awesome. Man. And, you know, you're with Abbott and Costello. You know, yeah, so. you got to add that uh, levity to the, the, the yeah. hilarity to yeah. it. So I love that. And Aaron says, hell yeah, from the Spurs. So. Nice, man. I hope it was a good game, Aaron. I hope you had a good time. Enjoyed yourself. Uh, those are always fun to see live. Uh, oh man, I love games, it. Yeah, I know, love, so. get, love getting to the Spurs game when I can. Uh, double A. Um, any final thoughts, lasting impressions regarding the universal I mean, monsters? You know, it's just like every tree. You know, like you, the Wolfman. Every wolf movie, you know, spawns from this one. You mm -hmm. know, every creature movie comes from you know creature. Every mummy from reincarnation, a lost loved one, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. The invisible man, the mad scientist that's trying to accomplish something, you know, and he goes mad. Yeah. You know? The Bride of Frankenstein, the, the standard for a sequel, a sequel horror movie. Totally. You know, because, again, how many good sequel horror movies are there? Yeah. You know? Frankenstein, maybe the first zombie movie. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, you know, the vampire movie. Golly, how Dracula. many times has that just got, you know, made over and over? But mm -hmm. from his look, the sophisticated, suave vampire, you know. It almost is the way now for vampires. Yes. Vampires yeah. are rarely ugly. You really anymore. don't see that creature vampire no. anymore, you no. know. So. Yeah, it totally changed uh, the way that it was thought about. So, uh, definitely interesting. Uh, Aaron uh, B says, Y'all should stay alive for 24 hours. Yeah, I don't know how much more gas we have in the tank. Actually, me and Double A here are putting them down, uh, for right now. But, uh, yeah, man, we, we, we're open to, what about uh, you? how do you feel about the monster? I mean, you know, they're 
they're the generals. They're mm-hmm. they're the ones that you just base everything on. Yeah, you know the forefathers I mean? yeah. of 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 Um, I love them, man. I mean, I love that when I get a chance to kind of revisit and and see like, hey, this is the start, the inception, and there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with these movies. Uh, despite them maybe not having like, oh, excuse like, me, like not, gore. Or they're blood not gory. Or, yeah, they're right. not gory. But right. I mean, at, for the thirties, for the time period, I'm pretty sure these were the fucking oh, yeah. scariest monsters there were. <laughs> I imagine sitting at that time in a dark movie house somewhere. It's like yeah. I'd be creeped out. Yeah, you know I mean, I would be creeped out to like yeah. go walk down the street now because you know you ain't you know calling uber mm-hmm. back then so nope, you're gonna probably you're not calling your uber place, wherever the movie house <laughs> yeah. is you know if you don't have a car you know and i was like no way man that shit is like definitely creepy or whatever or if i'm alone and i have to go and sleep in my apartment by myself i'd be like fuck you know what i mean like you know uh boris Karloff was pretty creepy as the mummy you know what i mean so it's like yeah i definitely think it's there and i definitely think they did a lot of amazing things at the time i mean the effects are awesome yeah you know, yeah. these movies that were in the 30s, the 40s, and the 50s. My God, these are awesome movies. And you got to put yourself in that mindset of like, you know, imagine seeing it then before then. you before Don't you see now. Don't yeah. worry about it now. Right, right. You know, see it then. Yeah. We're, we're spoiled now by visual effects. So it's like you gotta you gotta like put yourself in that mindset. Uh Steve's getting out of here. He says, uh later, guys. Uh Missouri. Oh yeah, Giga Maggie's awesome, Steve. Well done, well done. Uh Aaron B says, uh Halloween ha- hardly had any huh. blood. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, it's stuff like that. I mean, it's like you don't really need that for it to be terrifying. You got to allow yourself to. The Hitchcock movies hardly had any mm-hmm. of that, you know, and they're considered scary ass movies. We just watched Psycho and Psycho Two. Yeah. You know, I think I told you or whatever, uh, like last week or yeah. whatever. It's part yeah. of our our horror uh, movie watching, yeah. and I was like, I was just amazed at how much like Psycho, the original mm-hmm. one, you know, it holds up. And yeah, there's that one scene, but it's not that much blood they no, show. But still, I mean, it's like yeah. wow, you're kind of freaked out by this, you know, Norman Bates. Oh character, yeah, you know? yeah, he, he's very intense. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's it's good in its own right, like that. Yeah. Again, your imagination is where most of it's happening. Yeah, anyway, pretty so. much. It's always the worst part of it is mm-hmm. your imagination you know? yeah but these movies are fantastic to show you like that door opening and like when you're seeing like oh wow that's where that's from that's where it all started like that's i think that's incredible if you love monster squad like gabe said earlier i it's mean like, this you gotta like a, watch this yeah, yeah. it's like a, lo- a tribute a love tribute to totally. universal monsters everything yeah. that came after that you know like i said we talk about dracula it's like Every so often, there's another Dracula. There was that three-parter on Netflix. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, the Castlevania game, the Blade Three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like he's just an icon, and he's always there. And and again, this is I think where it where it really draws from from you know the first out of the book comes this one. You know what I mean? So uh, they're amazing. I love them. I love rewatching them. I'm going to keep rewatching the ones I didn't get to watch uh, in preparation for this episode. Rizzo says Monster Squad is my jam. I can see that Rizzo, you're in the camp of uh in Lucky and Joe's argument. Goonies are Monster Squad. <laughs> Joe is a is a Monster Squad and Lucky says <clears throat> Goonies. Uh but I think even I think when they did the voting in their on their uh group uh now watch just the watchers they mentioned uh Monster Squad I think was winning. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which uh, nothing against the Goonies or whatever. As I Great the adventure Goonies. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Monster Squad just hits a little bit different because of the the monsters the that monster, you know. The you know monster I mean? appeal. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I, I love Stephen King t-shirt too. So um, awesome stuff, man. Uh, anything AA that you want to like add to it or 
just iconic creatures, you know, and that they're always going to be around for as long as humankind is around. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, Do you have a favorite of any of the remakes? Like, is there one that stands out? What would to you say that... would be a Dracula remake? I would count the Bram Stoker Bram Stoker's because, yeah. like, the Mummy ones are, I like them. Yeah, I, I would count those. But see, you uh, got the Brendan Fraser ones, but then you also get the, the Brendan Fraser one. Brendan yeah. Fraser one. I did not dislike that Tom Cruise one. I didn't dislike I it, it either. Yeah, it was fine. But you know, the Mummy, the Mummy and Mummy Returns were actually pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, the Invisible Man. Um, you know, I enjoyed the Blumhouse one. That was mm-hmm. that was really good. That was really you know had. It was one of those movies where it didn't really need a lot of stuff. It just it did its work where it needed to. Right. Uh, Frankenstein. I don't think that I really enjoyed a Frankenstein. Remake. No, I don't think they've ever really gotten that one right. I know that uh, there's like a De Niro one. Right? Yeah, and that was supposed to be like really taken from the book. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, creature. There really hasn't been one it, unless you want to count Shape, Shape of, of Water. Water. But uh, it kind of. I feel like there's parts of it that feel like they wanted to make it almost like it would be like a sequel, but it's, you know. And then there's obviously hasn't never been like a bride. Mm -mm. Nope. They never did that. I guess because they never get the Frankenstein right again. It's kind of like hard to, to do that part without the other, you know, I maybe the mummy movies. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of wolf movies, but it's not like kind of like, Benicio is the only one that's kind of like, like Like the wolf man. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. But so, uh, yeah, I guess for me, I would have to see when it comes to that, like the new ones, I would put like Bram Stoker's at number Bram one. Bram Stoker's for sure, but that man, that's totally a different movie though. It is, yeah, but I think it's. But meant, it has a know. lot of like a lot of the same parts. There's a lot mm-hmm. of you know. I think that that one's supposed to be like a little bit closer to the book, a little like bit, the, like the letter writing yeah, and stuff like that. The letter writing, yeah. But I think the whole Dracula Mina story is uh, it's always different. there. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if all that's exactly it. And right. Anthony Hopkins, how about him, correct? Right? Oh, yeah. Brown Stokers and then, you know, Wolfman. Yeah. So he has come out in those movies. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Riz says, yeah, Mon- uh, Monster Squad over Goonies. Uh, I like the spooky aspect of it. I think yeah. that's what really what always wins it over. Mm-hmm. If, if you're going to put that against Goonies, I mean. Yeah, because you're kind of familiar with those monsters, like as we said, from yeah. those movies. Yeah, so. so. Um, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, like I said, I like I like the Benicio one. I like, you know, the, some of the new uh invisible man stuff if you kind of include hollow man uh, love shape of water um but like you say guys if you don't know i mean bella lugosi icon of horror Mm -hmm. boris karloff icon of horror Mm -hmm. and you know lon cheney jr icon of horror you know these were the first icons before you had you know vincent price christopher lee peter cushing before you had uh robert england robert england uh and Toby King Potter, yeah. you know, and all those, you know, these were the icons, you know, of yep. horror, you know. So, so this is where it started, guys. This is the inception, and we we highly suggest that you go watch them. Just watch them; they're fun, they're fast. Yeah, they're fun; they're quick watches, and you get yeah. a lot of you get so much good story and good acting in a quick ninety minutes. You know what I mean? So and don't like, don't think about it like seeing it as today. Think about it, you know, like Sam said. Think about it seeing it back in the thirties. Oh yeah, you know, kind of put your mindset in that era. Yeah, where he had never seen anything like this before. And, I'm pretty sure you'll get freaked out pretty bad. Oh, I could imagine girls probably like, oh, like fainting, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like some of that stuff, you know what I mean? Like in that time, because uh, that's what people did back then or whatever. But um, yeah, I love them, man. They're, they're, they're totally, totally uh, kick-ass, highly suggested. Uh, 
Dude, Universal I mean, Monsters. They're always that. around every October. You, you got to at least, at least watch one of these. Yeah, you know? I think TCM shows them sometimes yeah. most of the time yeah. during this time of year. So you got you get a chance to catch Who's one. Who's the scariest? Like, just, you know, visually seeing. So, so that's tough. Right yeah, I would say maybe Bella is still kind of scarier. You know what? It's <laughs> funny, all the monsters. That, I was immediately going to say the creature. <laughs> but then I was like, I don't know if Frank is. But then I thought about how. Carlos looks as the mummy. Yeah, he does. And I look was scary. like, I don't know. That one looks like he looks pretty, pretty creeped out. But then the Wolfman too. It's like big ass Lon <laughs> Chaney. You know what I mean? Like, and that's it. He's kind of like he kind of gets down. He a hunches. Bit. Yeah, he hunches. Yeah. And if he's like at his full size, I'd be like, holy shit! Like that's like a, <laughs> a damn bear. You know? So uh, I'm still gonna go creature though, probably because okay. okay. his mouth and his rubbery exterior. Like, <laughs> the black kind of eyes the hollow, right yeah like that one's clearly not a man you yeah know what I mean? like you're like not. what the fuck is that yeah you know what i mean so uh definitely i would have to creature on that one <laughs> but uh shit yeah great stuff double a um uh, i got nothing else unless you got anything no, else no, no, we're all good. all okay. right guys well uh you know we'll be back next week we're gonna try to bring you some more hara in the world of hara and keep it Halloween. yeah next week keep we have spooky. a really good special one that i'm really excited uh, to tackle, uh, so it's, it should be fun. Great yeah. topic that this man over here to my right brewed up, and I'm excited to talk about it with him too. So I got you guys know I got to do my homework. So you know, and we um, might have some pretty faces around here. So hopefully, maybe beats looking at us. I could tell you that. <laughs> but uh, if we do, then um, yeah, I'll let you guys know if I need some help and I reach out, help me out there if I if I ask you some non. Uh, not too much information type questions. <laughs> uh, but guys, there's something that we do like to say at the end of every uh, episode of Just Another Friday Night. And that is, if there is something that you want to do, a hope or dream, a goal that you're wishing to accomplish, don't wait. Go do it. Seize the day. Um, obviously, the people that created the Universal Monsters over at Universal Studios did that when it came to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, Bram Stoker's Dracula. And she was a physical man. Yeah, you know, the you know, the mummy, you know what I mean? Saying, Hey, this happened with King the Tut. Whole King Tut thing that yeah, was going let's on. Let's make that it time. yeah, let's make yeah, it about the curse of King Egypt. Tut. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, pretty cool, right? To draw from you know inspiration real life. from a real life situation. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, and just like they, you know, seized the day, so did the actors that made these characters iconic oh, and continue yeah. to play them. Bella Lugosi, Boris Karloff, Lon yeah. Chaney uh, Jr. I mean, like, you know, uh, Claude Rains, they they obviously went for it, owned the characters and yeah. continued to own it. So these gentlemen had no doubt seizing the day, uh, as well as their characters. Oh, man. Clearly yeah. seized the day. The yeah. Invisible Man was definitely went out to seize the day <laughs> as was the creature from the black lagoon trying to steal a girl you know what i mean uh <laughs> yeah. the, the monster frankenstein's monster wanting a bride uh and dracula obviously uh, wanting yeah a, the a mummy monster. wants a wife frankenstein wants a wife typically wanting a lady creature wants pretty a wife. common uh, among dracula them. wanted mina yeah sure. yeah oh, okay so right. there here's a, a list of characters <laughs> a list of characters with no shortage of doing what we say next at the end of every show which is do whatever it takes <laughs> and uh they certainly were doing whatever it takes <laughs> yeah. uh whether it's you know being frankenstein's monster and going to your would-be god and saying create me a mate uh or claude rain saying uh you know as the invisible man saying uh 
I'm going to, you know, murder and kill and crash trains and everyone's going to bow to my land because <laughs> I'm invisible. You know what I mean? Uh, these men were not, no shortage of uh, doing whatever it takes. So, uh, guys, like I said, we say here, seize the day, do whatever it takes. My name is CM Chuck. I'm Double A. And this has been another episode of Just Another Friday Night. Guys, go get your Universal Monster watching on. It's going to be a great time. You won't regret it. Um, all right, guys. Well, have a good night. Have a good weekend. And we'll see you next week. All right. Good night.